shit happened. There's a flying island. Uh, there's a mo- like an obelisk on it. It's some. It shoots lasers. There's some out of its eyes. Out of its eyes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Some, yeah. Right. It is the ultimate eye laser. It's the ultimate eye laser. Wow. <gasps> Too much energy. Greetings, Maximals. Welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I am one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And this week on Too Much Energon, we are reviewing both parts of The Trigger. We are. Part one originally aired on November 18th, 1996. And... Part two originally aired the following day on November 19th, 1996. Uh, these are episodes that I'm pretty excited to get to because these were some of my favorites as a kid. Uh, I went back and watched them a lot. Um, do you do you remember back in the, the 2000s where this was really common with anime where they wouldn't release like, say, like a $50 DVD box set of a show? what they would do is they would release like individual DVDs with like four or five <laughs> episodes from the season and charge like $30 a piece for them. Yeah. Did they, was it that much? Yeah, that was, that was a really thing in like the early to mid two thousands. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the reason why I brought that up was because I do uh, know that an anime like, has like you know episodes one through four and like each on each individual like discs and then that like you end up with like 11 dvd cases just to finish like two seasons of something yeah they would they would do this a lot with uh as individual like standalone releases um i remember i was watching through ghost in the shell standalone complex back in like 2004 this way i have uh, that in chunks as well yeah, I bought like I think I bought like the the first three, and then kind of just got bored. To stay, I've still never finished standalone complex. <laughs> think that is literally the same situation. Like I I I'm about ten feet away from like a few DVDs of or a few um cases of standalone complex, but I don't have it all. So like I've never actually watched the whole thing. I should get around to to doing that. I've been Fun saying that, that for, I've been saying that for years too. Been, I even I've been owned, saying that for 15 years. <laughs> right. Exactly. I even own the full season digitally now and have for a few years. I just can't bring myself to actually watch the fucking thing. That's like me with uh um Evangelion. Yeah. Like, I everybody's like, "Oh man, you need to like watch it seriously." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." 2009 me yeah 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 i'll I'll get around to do to doing it don't worry and now at 2020 me is all like i'm never watching it (laughs) (laughs) just accept it i'm being i'm being honest with myself it's it's not happening 
Uh, but so the reason why I brought this up was because they also did this with Beast Wars uh, back in the early 2000s before they ended up releasing a full season one and then later complete series DVD, which is what I own now. Um, but the one, bitches. the one that I bought uh, was volume three. And the reason why I bought it specifically was because it had the trigger part one and two on it. Ah. Uh... Yeah. Nice. Um, so there I was, like 18 years old in 2003, in my uh, first uh, house on my own, getting drunk with friends and watching these exact episodes of Beast Wars. Amazing. <laughs> on DVD, on my original Xbox. You're goddamn right. <laughs> uh, all right. Now that, so that, now that that's out of the way, Cal, why don't you get us started on the episode? Yes, so we have Tigatron in a Arctic biome. I cannot recall the name of such a biome, but it is snowy and there are mountains. And there seems to be an earthquake. And yeah. we see a mountain. Yeah, I actually, I really, I really like how, because the, the episode opens completely quiet. There's no music. Yeah um we just yeah we just see all we hear is the wind howling it's a very like there's not a lot of life out here it's you know we're we're soon going to see that like tigatron is just doing his his business you know yeah walking around as a as a big cat but uh yeah it's directed well it's just you it, know what i mean it's just a an unusual uh an unusual opening for this show because usually like this show opens with at least something going on yeah it's just a barren kind of like snowy like landscape yeah and uh there's an earthquake and the camera kind of cuts and looks up at a mountain and uh where there's like a cliff and there's some like icicles hanging down and it shows like a very dark cloud like going over and encompassing like the top of um, a snowy mountaintop mm-hmm. and it's knocking like rocks, snow debris, and it cuts t- all, all the- off of the mountain and it cuts to Tigatron and like a Looney Tunes episode. He's just him and nothing else is getting pelted by small rocks and like <laughs> clumps of snow and icicles. <laughs> yeah. And he's all like shaken around like he's on the uh, the bridge of the Star Trek Enterprise or mm-hmm. the Star Trek, the Starship Enterprise, the Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trunk, Trunk Enterprise, Star Trunk ep- Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's he's clashing around on the Star Trunk Enterprise. Yeah, he's all rumbling around and is basically all like, oh, great Caesar's ghost. What's going on? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? There's no volcanic activity around here. How strange. Yeah. And then uh, comically, as he's talking to himself, another like rock hits him in the head. Yeah. And as quickly as it started, uh, the earthquake stops. And he's like, huh, well, that was weird. And he yeah. just goes about his business. Well, that was weird. <laughs> I feel really in touch with this planet, but it still has its mysteries and I have duties. Mm, Time for my that. weekly report. Yeah, I like that he's got a weekly report. Yeah, so he like pimps away. 
He he literally I was thinking that too. He like <laughs> walks away like like he's got all this uh all this big tiger energy. He's yeah. got tiger blood in him, man. Wow, there's an ancient meme. <laughs> I was about to say, wow, we're uh we're we're really keeping it current here. Yeah, we have the pop culture references. Us youth know our Charlie Sheen references. Yeah. Um so and then our favorite flyers appear on screen nearby yeah our two favorite flying dipshits show up and are all like and are all like ho ho maximal mm. and uh they fly away and pterosaur makes does his whole like thing and i think one of them's like oh um let's bring the pieces back for maybe that's a different part I, yeah, I think it is, yeah. That's a different part, yeah, where they talk about collecting his pieces. But uh we cut to Tigatron. This is this is so weird to me. Um man, looking at these like snowy like landscapes and the textures that they use reminds me a lot of like the that stupid snow level on GoldenEye sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, um it cuts to like I don't know how they could have made this. This is so bizarre, but there's a giant like satellite relay up on the mountain, the snowy mountain. Megatron's yeah, just It could have just been something that was in the uh the cargo hold of the the Axelon. Well, how'd they get it here? Optimus flew it. By himself? He super aped it there. Yeah, well he he can slow the uh spaceship's descent from from uh the ionosphere, so Yeah. He must be able to do that too, or he flew it here in chunks. Or maybe Air Razor helped him too, because because okay. she's a thing now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Optimus that's more believable. Yeah, he isn't the only uh, the only flyer these days. Mm-mm, thank God they needed another one. Uh, yeah. So Tigatron maximizes, and uh, yeah, this thing—it's like a satellite dish with a computer console on it. And he types some shit up and is all like maximal base, come in. And yeah, a blue laser shoots out of it. Yeah. So this is clearly some sort of line of sight uh, transmission c- communication array. Mm-hmm. Which it's it there is some consistency here because like mm-hmm. this is this is something that they've used before in the show. Yeah, if they get a direct signal, they can communicate farther. Yeah. Yeah, so they use use laser tech to do that rather than uh radio. Yeah. The future, damn it. It is the future. Uh, and uh yeah, he rings the base up. Yeah, so we're we're at the Axelon and Optimus uh says to Rhinox, who's all like looking at his workstation, Optimus Looks like is all... he's looking at a map of the planet? Yes. It is a map of the planet and its two orbiting moons. Mm-hmm. And so oh, Opt- you look at the little map. Mm-hmm. It's very clearly Earth. I'm actually checking it out now. Yeah. So uh, Optimus asks him how his research is going, and Rhinox is all like, Man, I got some odd anomalies going on over here. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he says um, he's been measuring like the the TLDR is he's been measuring the um, the tide effects of the moons, and based yeah. on the, the the tidal effects of the moons, um, the smaller of the one of the moons, um, its mass is like way less than than it should be. Yeah. So he he's got like a little schematic up, and he theorizes that it's hollow somehow. Mm-hmm. I like that they don't they're nebulous about it being an artificial <laughs> construct. Yeah. But I mean, there's like hollow like planetoids don't exist in nature. No. So, I mean, I ten year old me didn't know that. So, <laughs> whatever. But. Uh, uh, no, no, ten-year-old me would have known that. Eight-year-old me would not have. So, for the uh, the listeners, if this is your first time watching this show, uh, this might be something that may be on the test later. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, just, just wait. Keep what this. exactly is on the test? That one of the moons is hollow. Yes. Keep it in mind. Or at least Rhinox thinks so. Yeah. And it kind of shows a cutout of what he predicts the moon to be. And it still is a core, but it just, it's like a disconnected like core. Yeah. And Optimus is like, give it to me in English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Optimus is like, eh, could it be instrument error? And Rhinox is like, well, maybe I'm going to go grab another beer. <laughs> yep. And uh, it shows the relay come in and yeah. bounce off of. Um, they actually have like a little satellite up on the cliffs near the Axelon, specifically to a little dish, I mean, specifically to catch um, uh, Tigatron's like relay. Yeah. So I wonder and how I'm many. I'm curious these... how they li- aligned that. I know they're robots, but. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh... That makes me wonder how many of these things there are out there. Be cool if they had like a big network kind of set up. Yeah. The fact that it's a um a blue beam in the visual spectrum probably really helps. <laughs> <laughs> but like you would think that if they have several of these uh little things relay things for uh tigatron to use to radio in you would think they would need uh to position all of them a certain way and there would need to be like several dishes to to catch the signal to bounce back to the axelon i don't know <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with this. Who knows? these are these are special lasers they're blue light lasers. They don't diffuse or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it doesn't work if it's uh, foggy, foggy out. Maybe nobody knows. Nobody I mean, will. They do. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Christopher. No. Um, but they work. Here's the laser thingy, and it works. Yeah, and so. Uh, Rat Trap answers the comm, and he's all like, Yo, yo, you've reached Good Guy Central. 
He's got his dirty ass rat feet up on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all up, like, what? Off the goddamn table. <laughs> I wouldn't have any of that if this <laughs> if this was on the dark side. <laughs> Filthy maximals. <laughs> and uh Tigatron's like, hey, how's it going? Not much going on up here. Um so uh so what are you guys up to? <laughs> And then uh, he's like, no enemy activity. He's like, oh, 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 rat trap. This is a peaceful, like, quiet place. Nobody ever comes up. Oh, scratch that. As if Never on mind. cue. All yeah. of a sudden, uh, on the uh, the little screen of the uh, the computer, uh, the tiger. Which also functions as a radar, apparently. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's a little <laughs> radar screen on there, and it shows two blips coming toward him. And he's like, uh-oh. Um, too soon and as dramatic rock theme plays <laughs> uh pterosaur and waspinator transform and immediately open fire on tigatron who's all like shit guys i was wrong i'm being attacked yep and uh, why are they out here uh specifically just to take tigatron out i guess you know when i was watching this um uh, a few days ago I got to thinking the the Predacons are always very quick to just engage impulsively. Yes. You notice that? Like they're never like they're never like, oh, maybe we should come up with some kind of strategy, or maybe like we should follow him to see where he goes, or maybe yeah, we to should... a fault. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe we should like, you know, wait and uh wait until he's in a like better place to attack i don't know but like they always just impulsively like go like head first into attacking whenever they come across a maximal yeah and and contrary to that the maximals almost do the opposite do the opposite um to the point where it's detrimental to both sides like the Predacons always just jumping into conflict whenever they can has bit them in the ass. But th- I feel like the Maximals like sitting on their thumbs <laughs> um, has bit them in the butt too. Like the whole like, oh, let's try to contact um, the Predacons and tell them that uh, Optimus is coming. So they better give us the, the serum, the, the anti-venom. Yeah, that was, a, that, was a, them. that was a boneheaded idea. <laughs> that that was that was yeah. Thanks, that, Dinobot. That was full rotundo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Dinobot was the one that's like, "Ooh, what would Mac? What would uh, Optimus do?" And I'm like, "Optimus wouldn't be dumb. What? The heck? What? What?" So yeah, that's a it's a good observation. It's a good point. Mm. Uh, so a bunch of missiles uh, come at. Missiles and blasters come at Tigatron, and then Tigatron like action leaps in slow motion out of the way. Did you notice that like the slow motion has way less frames though? Like it looks like a video game leg cutscene lagging. <laughs> it's like fifteen frames per second as he's slow mo jumping away. Well, that's probably like I mean this is cg animation that's probably all they did was just turn the slow it literally yeah that's what i (laughs) that's what i think because i'm like wait this isn't slow motion this is just like (laughs) 
Yeah, it's really janky looking, kind of jarring. But I was like, eh, whatever. It's a simple way to make a slow-mo effect. Their fire effects are way better than their slow-mo effects. Uh, so amongst the uh, the the barrage of fire from uh, Pterosaur and Waspinator, uh, the, uh, the, the satellite relay thing gets knocked over and tumbles onto... Uh, uh, onto Tigatron. Yep. Who's all like, ah, and then his radio cuts out and we're back at the, uh, the, the maximal base. And, yeah, and they got like, radio silence from Tigatron. Yeah. And rat traps all like, oh, come on, man. Say something. <laughs> Tigatron. Tigatron. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we made it 11 and a half minutes before we, <laughs> where we referenced metal gear there's our one for the episode yeah and Uh, so rhinox yeah rhinox says to optimus he's all like just go i'll alert the others and so optimus is like prime jets on and the roof of the axe the bridge of the axelon opens up and optimus super apes out of there at top yeah we've never seen that before which is rad have the, the ceiling opening up? Not yet. They've all he's always exited through the um that one little platform that goes underneath the axelon. Oh yeah, the the, the the elevator platform. Yeah. And he's like put his face like shield on and he's activated his jets before, but the top has never opened up like that. Oh. So I think it's that's that's super rad. Now Optimus and uh Air Razor can jet in and out at their leisure. They're like, well, the show's a hit, guys. Here's some more money. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up and take our money. <laughs> Throw in an additional platform. Why not? <laughs> How about a sunroof? <laughs> <laughs> this now we don't need to just mirror image the bridge. We can actually render an entire bridge. Eleven year olds won't notice this. <laughs> but boy oh boy did we. <laughs> this the second it happened. Yeah. My partner was like, is uh, Tigatron's gun like made out of like brains? Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, it's, uh, it's intestine. She's like, ew, that's not better. And I'm like, it's the same as Cheetor's gun. She's like, what? And I'm like, oh, don't listen to the show, do you? We have discussed <laughs> this at length. <laughs> oh, oh. The, um, truth, the truth comes out at last. Uh-huh. And, um, well, the reason I mentioned that is because the tower falls over. Tigatron is like screaming and um, he gets like squished by the, the, uh, the communication relay. And it just kind of shows his like, it, there's silence as it just shows his gun, like lying in the snow and he's dead. We never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is squat. Now, one thing I want to point out here. Uh, with him being squashed is you can actually see the ball joints connecting his uh, like his pelvis to his legs. Oh yeah. Also, how strong is he? Oh, you can. Yeah. Like he looks, he looks more like a transformer, like a, a toy. I mean, than, yeah, yeah. than any of them have. Well, yeah. Cause like, like he's the- even posed like it. <laughs> Yeah, because the the toys actually did connect 
uh, with ball joints that looked exactly like that. Amazing. Oh, while he's squished in the snow here, if you pause it, um, you can see a, a face on his like cod piece. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to bring that up. I can't not see that. <laughs> <laughs> what has been seen cannot be unseen, damn it. Now, when he's transformed in his robot form, would it be weird if your eye contact was with his tiger face on his <laughs> chest? Uh, <laughs> hey, my eyes are like, up. my <laughs> eyes are up here, buddy. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> I set him up, and he knocks him down. <laughs> oh, I just noticed he has heels. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, sort of, kind of. Anyways, I'm impressed that he was able to push that off of him. If he had waited 10 more seconds, the Predacons would have flew away, but... Yeah. Uh, play, playing possum isn't, isn't in his wheelhouse, apparently. It really isn't. Because he's a tiger, not a possum. That's God right. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so he, like, gets up seemingly with ease and grabs his gun off yeah. of the ground his uh his tummy gun an advantage his of being tummy an gun his <laughs> tummy gun <laughs> i'll give you it to the count of three to get you <laughs> uh, no good keister uh, off my mountain <laughs> keister off my mountain before three. I pump your guts full of plasma <laughs> the one two ten ten <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, I saw where you were going with that. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you remembered the line better than I did. Good thing he's in um, a winter biome, a winter wonderland. Otherwise, he'd be dead. Yeah. Instead, he's just crushed painlessly into the snow. And uh, yeah, he grabs his gun, pumps him full of plasma as they like fly back to engage him. And in my head, I'm just like, why does he think the second time is going to go better for him? Right? Like being able to hit things that are flying around in the air versus like a stationary target on the ground is, uh, it doesn't work out for the people on the ground very often. No. <laughs> and in this case, man, what is up with this experimental, like, he Hellfire rocket? That. Just before that, I want to point out that the uh, the cloud that we saw earlier that shook the mountain. Oh, uh, it's back. We, we see a shot of the cliffside, and that cloud is approaching. It's near them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, to to cut back to the fight, instead of just blasting them like normal, Pterosaur has like a special big missile with like a shark face and angry eyes, and like red and yellow like fire like painted onto it it's yeah it's phallic. it's also really cartoony like i i got like looney tunes vibes from it this is very looney tunes and he jumps out of the way like action dives out of the way and covers his head and it just embeds itself in the in the snow yeah nothing happens and yeah. that I think Tigatron. I think Tigatron's even like, huh? Yeah, he's all like, huh? <laughs> and then looks over at the uh, at the missile, uh, which burns out, and then like one of the fins of it like comically just like 
lodges loose and starts like swinging around again very looney tunes yeah which makes me as if it's like connected by like a single screw (laughs) um it kind of feels like this is a failed like homemade custom weapon that the pterosaur tried to make (laughs) maybe scorpionok made it in his lab Oh, Scorponok makes way more advanced weapons than this. Man, you can't compare a Cyber B with with this piece <laughs> of stuff. He this has is- stepped up his game since the uh, the cross country missile. I'll give you that. <laughs> also, his missiles work. Damn it! <laughs> um, he actually has a- all those rewards he's getting from Megatron. Yeah, his own lab. Uh, time on the internet. <laughs> All right. Everybody who's been a good boy gets 10 minutes of unlimited internet. Gets to play as Odd Job in Goldeneye. Oh, geez. <laughs> gets to play as Odd Job. Man, fuck <laughs> off with that. Uh, when, uh, quick sidebar, when, uh, when I read uh, recently that Sean Connery died, I commented on Facebook. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if Odd Job got him with proximity mines. No one laughed. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. I was like, oh, fucking proximity mines. <laughs> uh, anyway, Job. Uh, so slappers, Wasp- slappers only. So Waspinator. Uh, just unleashes like full auto his like stinger bullets and shoots the uh the failed shark missile and then yeah, it apparently apparently he can do that yeah apparently he can just like it's full a- auto his gun it's a cool shot of waspinator it is that. and um he inadvertently yeah he blows up like pterosaur's missile and this sends him kind of like skittering off the edge but not quite tigatron yeah and as the cloud goes near the mountain, there's like another earthquake. Yeah. So he's like, what the heck is like going on? And um, the cloud's like squeezing between two mountains. And uh, Tigatron tries to to leap and catch the edge as um, this kind of like the cliff is falling away from underneath him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he doesn't. He falls into this like ominously dark cloud. Yeah, and so uh, Waspinator and Pterosaur transform and fly under the cloud, and Waspinator's all like, we're Maximal Girl. Mm-hmm. And Pterosaur's just like, well, we saw him fall into that cloud. Hmm. And so they fly into the cloud, and then yeah. we start seeing, start seeing flashes and hearing weapons fire, and Waspinator and Pterosaur both scream in agony. And then mm-hmm. we hear this one, f- we see this one loud flash with this one final, like, ominous, like, um, sound of, like, a laser. And it explodes. Yeah. So. That. It's very, so, very strange things going on with this cloud. So what it seemed to me, because I had never caught this this episode when i was younger um when i first watched this i was like okay well those shots sound like tigatrons right Mm -hmm. and then they start to return fire and then there's this like charge up sound with like Mm -hmm. a giant like 
plasma blast or laser almost like something charging up that's like neither uh, not any of their like weapons so it's very ominous and mysterious but something else is going on there yeah and uh yeah i think it's cuts to the axelon after um the flyers kind of like cry out and in pain and optimus is communicating back to base yeah he's radio radioing in and is all like optimus to base maximal base please respond hey, base. And he, yeah he's like hey base <laughs> anyone hear me <laughs> you, you you guys okay you guys yeah. there? curious he's just using his personal communication device in his chest because but then, then what the heck was Tigatron's dish for? That is an excellent point. And I'm going to be perfectly honest, this never occurred to me. <laughs> That's why I'm here, folks. <laughs> to dismantle the scientific quips of a children's show in the 90s. That is a planet-sized plot hole right there, ladies and gentlemen. Probably the bigger, one of the bigger. There's always been communication like iffy moments but this flat out contradicts itself yeah because like he's very far away right like they're in like kind of like a a sahara kind of area and tigatron is in like a snowy like area like, and like k2 <laughs> yeah and he is oh and he is the the tower is knocked over. It's broken, right? It's not pointing in the direction they go. And Optimus just taps his chest and communicates back to base. So I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Pretty. Hmm. Maybe Optimus just has a newer model. <laughs> but yeah, so it makes that whole, like, him doing the weekly report and him activating the laser scene immediately come into question. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was also a radar dish, so maybe it did a few things. Maybe. Maybe it also connected to the Axelon's Wi-Fi. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I think it's just... Shoddy writing. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of great about the episode, but not a lot of co scientific continuity. Yeah, it's, yeah, like I said, planet-sized plot hole. I'm not even gonna not even gonna try and defend it. Nope, moving on. <laughs> yep. Uh so uh Cheetor is like, we hear you, Optimus. Where's my fellow catbot? And Optimus is basically like, Well shit's fucked over here, guys. We may have to uh we may have to uh uh exam we might have to consider a pretty grim possibility. Tigatron may have been destroyed. Because this place is a battleground. Blast craters and missile degree, degree, debris. Jesus Christ, can't it's talk. Debris, debris <laughs> is scattered everywhere. Yeah. Blast craters and uh, debris uh, <laughs> everywhere. And he's like, from the angle, it was an aerial attack. Hmm. And Dinobot chimes in, and it's all I love like, this. and it's all like, hmm, Waspinator and Pterosaur, and uh, <laughs> Rat Traps like. Oh, thanks for the hot tip there, Dino Brain. You want your expert consultant fees now? I love that. <laughs> I mean, he's got a point. 
Yeah, and it's like, pretty oh, fucking obvious. It must be Pterosaur and Waspinator's work. Well, who? He just said it must have been an aerial attack. Yeah. No shit, man. It's like, it's not going to be fucking Scorponok. I think Dinobot just likes to think out loud. And yeah. Rat Trap jumps on the opportunity to, <laughs> to, to rib him a little. <laughs> to be all like, no shit, bro. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I used to be like that. <laughs> Jumping on the opportunity to poke fun at someone else's uh, blunders. Yeah. Yeah, Rat Trap reminds maybe I didn't like him initially because well one, he was a lot less agreeable in Beast Wars Part One and Two. But um No, he he's fine, actually. He's fine. It was just part one and two, like the first couple episodes where he was like extremely like antagonistic towards all the other Maximals, and I that didn't really jive jive with me but he's redeemed himself since then he's he was an insufferable twat in the first couple of episodes basically a different character yeah yeah not yeah yeah now he's cool he's grown i i feel like that was their pilot like beast wars part one and two and the reception was kind of like oh oh no 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 like this guy you need to make him like like 80 percent less asshole and they were like, ooh, okay. <laughs> well, time to get to work. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the rice call up their wives and they're all like, honey, we're not coming home tonight. <laughs> we got to completely rewrite this entire first season. <laughs> Acting like they didn't write it episode to episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, so we cut to the Predacon base and we see Airazor chilling out in her hawk form. Uh, yeah. I like how some of the snow was on fire in the scene where Optimus <laughs> was <laughs> where Optimus was checking out the wreckage. Yeah. <laughs> there was no like debris or like, you know, metal parts or anything. There was just some snow on fire. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Air Razor is checking out the, uh, uh, the Predacon base and she does, we find out she has Magno eyes too. Yeah. Uh, super Magno eyes. Uh, because she Magno eyes her way down to seeing Pterosaur and Waspinator flying back to the dark side, both in beast form, both burnt to shit. Like they right. are. They are seriously, they've seriously been thrashed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, Pterosaur has holes in his wings. and I'm both... surprised they were even able to, to go back home. Yeah. Like, all covered in scorch marks. And inside the dark side, uh, we, we jump ahead a little bit uh, in, to inside the dark side, where... They are getting chastised by Megatron, who You've is all been a very bad boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, he's all like, What? Tigertron did this to you? And they're like, uh, no, not just Tigatron. It was uh There was a whole bunch of them. They were really big. <laughs> 
There were like four or five dudes. They were all like bodybuilders or like black belts. (laughs) (laughs) We took out at least two of them, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we took out like two, three of them, but there were too many. (laughs) Uh, I've, uh, I've definitely known people who have gotten the shit kicked out of them in fights, who've used excuses like that along those lines. Oh, I, I just thought that was like a, a cartoon like trope, like a kid oh. trope. Oh, no, when I was a teenager, I knew people who, like, if they lost a fight, like, they would usually make shit up so they didn't uh, look quite so bad. Whatever, he sucker punched me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, at one... Hmm. At one point, there is uh, Optimus like fixes the that relay. I just noticed. Yeah, and he like he. This is the scene before the one you just said, but I noticed he did like like fix it and turn it upright and like send the beam back to to base. And I'm like, why is he fixing that? Hmm. Maybe for the radar, maybe so he could try to find like Tigatron's si- signal because he said he can't find him anywhere. Weird maybe, that maybe to see if the uh the uh computer uh had any information about the attack, like maybe it recorded it or something. Oh, the radar dishes could have said what direction everyone went to. Yeah. Yeah, or like picked up an anomaly. Like, spoiler, it doesn't. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, that would stand to reason he could get some some data from it. But no, he just uses it to, like, communicate back to base, even though he was doing that beforehand. (laughs) Optimus is usually the optimist. (laughs) I'm glad you find that that funny. Optimus is usually the optimist, but it's weird that he is the first one. I know this is a few scenes back. He was the first one to go, we have to accept the possibility that Tigatron is gone. And I'm like, uh, okay, clone, <laughs> clone of Optimus. More like Pessimus Prime. Am I right? <laughs> uh, I just thought of you that. Just joke. Wanted to, I, you just wanted to make that joke, didn't you? No, that just popped up in my head. But I think a funnier thing would be to say, I've been waiting uh, 16 episodes to make that joke. <laughs> Uh, and now's my time to shine damn it now how can i like jam this joke into natural conversation (laughs) uh but Uh, bad jokes aside uh we get to see something really fucking rad here uh do we get to see it yet or am i jumping the gun I think you're jumping the gun because uh, Pterosaur and Waspinator are still explaining oh, right. to, uh, to Mega Dumb what happened. Mega breath. <laughs> Mega <Right>. boob. <laughs> Mega noob. <laughs> uh, I don't think the term noob existed at this, t- at this time yet. It did in, get, like, you know, like playing command and conquer on uh no that wasn't out yet not really 96 no no it didn't i think i think that i think that uh 
probably arose with like Quake Three or Unreal <laughs> Tournament or Counter Strike. Well, actually, I, it was. It's not just a, an FPS thing. It's a because the term just comes from newbie. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. Yeah, a new pl- new player. Um, but the hmm, when we do our generic nine millennial podcast, I'll have to deep dive into the origins of the insult noob. I thought the first time I saw it as a kid was Noob Cybot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> well, blow me down! <laughs> well, blow me down! And, and uh, uh, Megabreath is like, get your asses back into the Healy tanks. And they're like, ah, and they like pass out. Uh, not quite. Uh, so they, uh, they're like, we thought Tigatron was finished uh, when he fell into a cloud. So we followed him. So we followed him inside. But then we found out it wasn't just a cloud. And we see a little flashback of a, fight. Fly, a flying island with mm-hmm. a with like green grass and like it's got a big lake in the middle it's of it. It's huge. It's huge by the way. Um and dead center in the middle of the island is this towering obelisk. Mhm. Um and so Waspinator and Pterosaur are flying around. Tigatron shoots at them. They transform. They return fire. We uh we see the obelisk in the middle of this island up close and on the top of it it the top of it appears to be made of like almost like this purple crystal yeah it's a purple like or metallic crystalline kind of thing and there's a triangle because the the very top of the obelisk forms like a pyramid sorry not a triangle yeah a pyramid so like four sides yeah and on each face as an obelisk pyramid as obelisk do and each like on each face of the um pyramid on the top is like a triangle with like an eye etched into it it looks it's kind of reminiscent of like the eye of horus to me it's some illuminati bullshit i tell you (laughs) (laughs) which listeners if you don't know what the eye of horus is give it a google yeah um very similar it it seems not quite like a human eye, but not quite like an animal eye. Uh, so the the top of the obelisk uh, starts glowing, and we hear a sound like it's like it's charging up. Yeah, and uh, it gets like super bright, and then shoots this concentrated orange beam directly at Pterosaur and Waspinator. And blows them back. Chunks fly off of them. It, it takes two shots, yeah, and chunks fly off of them, and they are out of there. I didn't realize that that was a flashback sequence that they they were revisiting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it's revealed to us. Interesting, like, like interesting narrative in this one. Like they they're really like like making that uh, floating island mysterious as fuck. Hmm. Uh, so Pterosaur is like, we barely made it back and then collapses. And, and then the camera spins around 
<laughs> Megatron as he's talking to himself. It's it's weird but interesting. Yeah, it's a cool shot, and he's like, talking to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's talking to himself, but it kind of looks like he's talking to the like. It looks like he's talking to the camera. Yeah, he even like turns to look at them to like tell them to get their butts in the restoration chamber, yeah. and then they just kind of they don't move, and then he turns back to us. <laughs> yeah, and he's all like, "Hmm, a flying island concealed from view." Yes, which contains a powerful weapon. And he's all like, such a tactical advantage could end the Beast Wars once and for all. And now they he love talks. saying that. <laughs> yeah. And now I've said that so many times. <laughs> and now he tells them to uh, to to get to the uh, the hot tub heel machine. Hot tub heel machine. Yeah. And um, coincidentally, while he's been talking to himself, Scorpionok and Black Arachnia are just chilling on terror boards nearby. yeah um it's interesting like scorpionok is like arms by his side like chest out kind of like a a soldier and, standing at uh, attention yeah and uh Black Black is like has one leg crossed over the other and she's just like chilling yeah she's like leaning on to uh, she's got like leaning her hip against the uh the the handle, like the control handle of the terror board. Yeah. Just all casual. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Megatron, uh, orders them to, uh, to go check out the flying Island and black arachnia is like, uh, you don't think it would be wise to figure out who created such a powerful artifact or why. And Megatron gets all pissed off and he's like, he's like, no, Fuck that. We need to take control of it. Then we can look into it. Now shut up and do as I say. This is another time I'm like, no, no, he's right. (laughs) Like you, you could spend months like, like, you know, on an archeological like expedition, trying to figure out who made it, why they made it, whatever. Or you could go check out the fucking rat Island. Yeah. And then figure that shit out later. Yeah, I mean, like, what are they going to, like, it's not like they can just ask around, like, no, like, no. like, hey, you over there, Zebra, yeah, you ever see a flying island? You know who built it? No? What's that? No? You can't even speak English? Well, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Inferior life form, and then you eye laser it. <laughs> and then Black Arachne eats it, and continues on <laughs> the um, adventures of dinobot and friends <laughs> he becomes an archaeologist <laughs> he has an indiana jones hat <laughs> ah, it belongs in a museum he like wears a duster fuck yeah i'm gonna i know i know some um i know what fan fiction i'm writing <laughs> Part two of the Lone Raptorbot Chronicles coming soon. Yeah, he's got a little whip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's his um uh it's his drill rapier. Oh it right, conver- it converts but it's into Castlevania. A yeah, he can like convert it into a whip. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so uh black lady arachnia is basically just like yeah all right whatever and so she whacks scorpion scorpion 
<laughs> across the head and is all like, Shellhead, let's move. And Megatron's like, one moment, Scorponok, yes. And so Scorponok, yeah. yeah, he like he like gestures for him to come here, to come closer. And so uh uh Megatron starts like whispering something in um uh Scorpion's ear. And I like how he's like pinchers are like clattering here as he's being like explained <laughs> what he's supposed to be doing. So yeah, Megatron gives uh Scorponok some sort of 411. Uh Black Arachnia sees this, doesn't really like it. She kind of like she literally like puffs her tits out over it. I okay, I'm glad you <laughs> you mentioned that. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it just me or yeah, like so it doesn't show the audience, but Megatron's whispering like apparently like secret orders probably, right? Yeah, but it doesn't take a genius to figure out that uh, it's probably not good for Lady Arachnia. No. And like, he whispers into his ear, like like schoolyard kids. She's like fifteen feet away. <laughs> yeah, just standing there, like watching right? them. Yeah, and it uh, she gets this like. So uh, Scorponok uh, like clatters his pinchers around, and then <laughs> uh, comically, and then gives Megatron a big ass salute and then terror boards yeah. away and uh black Karachnia uh looks at him then looks at Megatron gives him a scowl and as I said like quite literally puffs her tits <laughs> she puffs uh-huh. her chest out in anger or whatever yeah I I didn't notice before this episode uh, maybe I did that um her like the metallic boobs with the what are they spiders on them Spy- spider legs yeah yeah um they kind of go to points like nipples yeah yeah i huh i don't know why i didn't notice that and i'm like wait a second how old how old's the age range for this show <laughs> tv y tv y7 fv yes <laughs> suitable for all ages 7 and up <laughs> um do you remember oh man, i think that was dumb do you remember on fox kids like if you would watch like um uh batman the animated series or something it would always start off with a like splash screen that would be like this program is rated tv y7 fv because it is a superhero action drama yeah <laughs> thank god won't yeah. somebody think of the children? Uh, somebody was when they clearly when they, you know, gave a transformer tits. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> anyway, this is a giant transformer dick, is what I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is on the the blue naked muscular body of other Megatron in reboot. Other Megatron, yes. <laughs> it's an attachment because all of his parts are modular. Yeah. It attaches to his like his uh his ball joint that he uh it has multiple attachments. He affixes to his chair. Yeah. Sometimes it's a chair, sometimes it's other things. What one attachment, it's straight up just a dick. No legs or anything, just a dick. 
He has to like You're hop probably around. Wondering how I get around. He hops around Indeed. on it like a pogo stick. <laughs> For anybody wondering what the fuck we're talking about, we're we're talking about Megabyte from uh, our reboot podcast. Yeah. He he is modular. He is kind of like kind of like a Lego, a Lego virus. Yeah. But so, so yeah. if you grew up if you grew up watching Reboot, in addition to this show, go check that podcast out. Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast, available wherever you found this. Yeah, probably right beside it. <laughs> um, um, so we're at the Maximal Base, and uh, yeah. Airazor is there talking to uh, Gorilla Man and Rhinobot. And uh, Gorilla Man's all like, uh, are you sure? No, Are like no, me? <laughs> like no, no context to what uh, what we're talking about, but we can probably figure out and piece it together. Yeah, she's like positive. It was pterosaur and waspinator, and they were seriously slagged, almost scrap. Hmm. And uh, Rhinobots all like, well, that wasn't that wasn't our boy Tigatron. Then that ain't his style. Yeah. It's not his style to win fights. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. That is not the way of his Minecraft biome. No. The um, way of the tiger. Um, and uh, Optimus is like, uh, no, he'll defend himself, but total destruction is against everything he believes in. Which directly okay. contradicts what they just said because they were in enough pieces they could fly back. I right? I was just about to bring that up. Like Yeah, sorry, I just have, the gun. <laughs> it, it could have still been Tigatron because they he were didn't, fine. Yeah, he didn't totally destroy them. He it's like you know, it's like Batman. Like Batman can beat the living tar and basically break every bone in a criminal's body. But as long mm-hmm. as he doesn't kill them, he's still in the clear. <laughs> exactly. Put you in a wheelchair or uh, make sure that you can't use the all of your limbs for the rest. But damn it, he'll still be alive. Yeah, put give you permanent brain damage and make you a vegetable in a hospital bed for the next thirty years. But hey, he doesn't kill. <laughs> That's what you get for committing petty crime, you piece of shit. <laughs> yep. That's what you get for putting on like really shitty clown makeup and following named the Joker seriously. <laughs> Um, but hey, um, there's not a there, there's record unemployment in Gotham. So what you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? <laughs> <laughs> you run wild on Hulkamania. <laughs> he is a fool. Then Dinobot says, uh, mm-hmm. in regards to uh, Tigatron's uh, uh, Zen-like no-kill policy. I like Ra- his Zen policies. And Rat Trap's like, eh, when it comes to breads, I gotta agree with you. Especially Saiten ones. <laughs> he says as he he cover he puts his uh he shields his mouth from view from Dinobot. As if he can't in a very it. in a very obvious way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is that kind of like pretending that you're like whispering like gesture? We we so commonly know that because of cartoons and movies, but I wonder if that trope has a name. 
I'm sure it does. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I, I, I just don't know what it is. It's called the pretending you're <laughs> no, <laughs> pretending you're whispering to somebody, but actually you want the person to hear your trope. Yeah. And uh, he goes, Rah, how about I fuck you up? <laughs> and um, right before they kind of like clatter, Rat Trap kind of shields himself because as if he's expecting Dinobot to uh, to get in a tussle with him. Cheetor yeah. comes out of nowhere, like a hundred miles an hour. Dinobot and... is in raptor form, we should point out. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. And uh, Cheetor comes out of nowhere 100 kilometers per hour. Or should I say 160 kilometers per hour? Um, he dives in between them. And 100 megacycles per. Th- there minute. we go. Per. <laughs> uh, per. Nano click. Nano click. There we go. <laughs> oh, I was straining my brain there. I was like, come on, you've been doing this like 15 episodes. <laughs> Think of a word. Um, and he lands on the dinner table and he says a bunch of gobbledygook about uh, Black Arachnia and Scorponok are heading out. And they're not wasting time. And uh, Optimus is like, uh, Air Razor, can you follow them but without it's them like seeing a... you? Yeah. Easy mode. I look like a bird. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, huh? Easy mode. <laughs> um, yeah, because from a distance, you can't fucking tell giant if... bird. But but from a distance, you can't. The difference between a small bird, 100 feet away, and a giant bird, 150 feet away, is is difficult to tell. True. Hmm. I feel like she's got a really good beast beast mode for. Also, I just want to give everybody like a pat on the head in the maximals for being like really good like recon this episode for doing really good recon like yeah. all of them are like hey this person's going this way hey this person's going this way hey these guys are heading out i'm like wow you guys got this situation handled yeah good point they've uh they uh they know what they're doing yeah they actually on, on that their alien planet there they uh, know what they're doing there, eh? <laughs> and um, Rat Trap's like, he does like finger guns, and he's like, something's got Megatron's scaly tail in a ringer. Yeah. And uh, Cheetor gets all excited, and he's like, maybe Tigatron's still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Tigatron. Maybe it's maybe he's still alive. And Optimus yeah. is like, yeah, we can only hope, but if the Predacons find him first, well, he's fucked. Yeah, he's like, he may not survive much longer. And again, your name's Optimus, not Pessimus, dude. (laughs) He's being very negative this episode. This is unusual for him. Yeah, he's usually the shining light when it comes to this kind of stuff. But instead, he's, it's, I understand, like, from a narrative. Pessimus lame. (laughs) Pessimus lame. (laughs) Uh, If you believe in the many worlds theory, there is a pessimist lame somewhere else. Somewhere. Not that not as popular. No. He can't um, transform. It's, it's this no. He's not even a gorilla. <laughs> He's like a baboon. <laughs> um everybody hates baboons. They're terrible. Anyways. Um Oh fuck, pessimist lame. Um 
<laughs> um, the the writers do this thing where to like subvert expectations, they have the characters act contrary to their usual personality to like yeah. puff up like the drama of the episode. And I don't feel like that's necessary, but I also don't understand the psychology of like an eight year old. So maybe that's necessary. Do you know maybe. what I mean? Being like to, to like in what I, what I what I think of it as um I'm I'm not sure if it has a term or not. It it feels like like falsified like drama. Like you're telling the user that they should be worried the user. Wow. <laughs> you're telling <laughs> uh they're telling the viewer that they need to be worried about Tigatron. And uh, uh, that's a weak like narrative tool in my opinion like to bri- have a character break character in order to increase drama eh, that's just my opinion well and it's a little dubious too because we cut away to <laughs> yeah. the flying island uh, yeah, and somebody's rock climbing and uh tigatron it's right there in beast just form chilling. just chilling he looks perfectly happy N- nice cute little butterfly flying around yeah, the island seems kind of like tropical. It's kind of summery. It's bright. Yep. Yeah. He's kind of seems like his kind of place. Yeah. I say, let him have it. Yeah. Just leave Already. him there. We don't know anything about this island yet, but I say just let him have it. I, I felt like that too, watching this. <laughs> I was like, can he just live here? <laughs> let him have the island. Also, if there was any single person on the entire planet that we've met that I would entrust with the um with the floating island with the giant uh obelisk of death it'd probably be him <laughs> with the towering death ray yeah because specifically because he, as they just spoke about he doesn't kill his enemies yeah so if there had to be a keeper of the island I would I would choose him hmm yeah, and that's probably that's probably why they uh, the writers made a point of like having care like having characters point out the fact that uh, Tigatron is a relative pacifist. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because they they've never really spoken about that until like now. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to probably make a point that he is this. Um, Mostly okay. peaceful entity. Yeah. And so he's walking around and it's, it's kind of, it's relevant because he's walking around this Island, like basically talking about, uh, how peaceful it is. Yeah. He's like, Hey, a cat could, a cat could retire here. And he and walks by a rock with like a symbol on it. Yep. The symbol starts glowing too. What does the symbol even look? Does it look not, like a cave not glowing? It, be, it becomes emissive. It starts like emitting light. Yeah. Um, and like as if it's activated by his proximity or something. Yeah. And, and the ground falls moment, out. Yeah. Moments later, the, uh, the ground starts rumbling and then just caves in and Tigatron leaps out of the way just in time because if he hadn't, he would have fallen all the right way through, through the, the earth, <laughs> right through the island. Yeah. And I'm like, that structurally doesn't seem like a good, uh, home alone trap. 
to me, just putting a hole in the the structure. Yeah, and then maybe the weirdest. Go ahead. Maybe it self repairs after a while. Oh yeah, yeah, like the Transformers doing their beast forms. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I like that. This island clearly isn't natural. So, not only that, it's shown it like so those earthquakes earlier. Now that we know it's a floating island, it's not earthquakes. It's um, uh, in a in a way you can kind of say that they are, um, because earthquakes are just like tectonic movement and volcanic activity, right? But yeah. um, it's this floating island grinding up against the mountain that Tigatron was on. Yeah. So if this thing's just haphazardly like floating around in um, in the north in the Great Northwest, um, and bumping the into mountains, Northwest. <laughs> and bumping into mountains here or there, like depending on how long this island's been around, maybe it does kind of repair itself. Yeah, you would think. Maybe, especially with the weird Home Alone traps that Tigatron is about to dodge. These are weird. These are so ineffective. Yep. So some uh, some boulders attached to some wires uh, spring out of the ground and essentially essentially try to whack a mole, Tigatron. Yeah, they're like they look like they look like something out of Beetlejuice to me, honestly. Oh yeah, like some weird like Burton esque like heavy head skinny bodied like yeah they like they remind yeah they remind me of like some of like the weird art pieces in from beetlejuice from beetlejuice yeah the um the guys what the uh i don't remember the wife's name but their family name is deets yeah i think i think it was lydia lydia's the the daughter yeah lydia's the daughter okay um but her her mom makes like really bizarre weird like sculptures yeah yeah, that that is kind of what these look like. I really like Tigatron's um like tiger growls as he like looks around in a panic. And he maximizes for some reason, probably to it gives him more options. Yeah. And uh he man, so these he, are really bad at what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, so he he runs past all of them, goes into first person view, he's like zigzagging around them. And then finally, one is about to slam. A couple are about to slam onto him, and he's all like, "Fuck this!" and gets out his uh, his tummy gun and blasts them to pieces. Problem uh, solved. Problem except, solved, and he survives. Except the obelisk starts humming and glowing again, mm-hmm. and Tigatron's like, "Well, shit!" and it blasts another one of those orange lasers of death at him. Yeah, one or two like giant laser shots shoot out, but he like action rolls behind like giant boulders. Yeah. The area is kind of rocky, so this means that it's rock. not perfect. Yeah, he hides behind a rock. You said <laughs> you said like ten episodes ago that there's a lot of that <laughs> in the show. Yeah, um, so it means that the laser is not perfect, and it's not even well a laser because if it was a laser, laser would move at light speed. So the plasma blaster isn't perfect and it doesn't just keep firing at him until he's dead. It just, you know, shoots at you once or twice and then calls it a day. 
yeah, it doesn't appear to like have any sort of like tracking fire abilities. Like it can no. just send out a blast like wherever it initially detected something. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah, if there's something within range that it kind of like detects, it like shoots it off, but it didn't happen until he had fired his uh plasma gun. So that's kind of like telling the the audience that this thing is activated by like energy weapons. And indeed, Tigatron says to himself, it would appear that energy weapons uh, are not welcome in this land of peace. So mm-hmm. he, he's put this together immediately. Yeah, in case we, the, we didn't. But I'm okay with robots talking to themselves. <laughs> um, and uh, I think yeah. he says, then let me be a visitor, not an invader. Yep, and he goes back to beast mode. I, I really like Tigatron in this episode. I, I jive with that. Yeah, I, I mean, his, his feel. I mean, it's in my. It's not a tall ask, in my opinion. Just don't <laughs> shoot shit, and you're fine. Uh oh. Speaking of man, speaking of which, people not to tell that to that wouldn't listen to. Hey guys, just don't <laughs> shoot shit. Uh, we cut to discuss some disgusting arachnids. Yeah. And they're in the frozen north. And interestingly, not just the cloud that the island is moving in, but the sky itself has dark, dark clouds. Like, it's like Nanaimo weather 24-7 up here. Mm -hmm. I actually dig it. (laughs) And I mention that because when it just showed Tigatron, it was very sunny. Yep. So... So the I'll, I'll come back to that, but the the island seems to have its own self-contained ecosystem and its own mm-hmm. weather patterns. Yeah, and indeed its own sunlight. Because it was very sunny in there, but outside yeah. it's very cloudy. And we'll actually get to see a really cool effect later that has to do with with that. Mm-hmm. But to join Scorpion and Lady Arachnia, uh, Lady Arachnid, they're <laughs> they're chilling. When she's, you know, when she was like leaning, like with her legs crossed, back at the uh, dark side, and she like smacked him in the shoulder, and she's like, "Come on, Lugnut." Yeah, I turned to my partner when we were watching that, and I'm like, "They're fucking, aren't they?" <laughs> like they don't like each other, but I mean, you you got to get laid, right? And I'm like, e- yeah, they're fucking. I I got a weird like, angry like friend with benefits <laughs> vibe from that. No, just me. Okay. I don't. <laughs> he, he seems like way too much of an idiot for her. Well, okay. Who who else does she got? So there's Waspinator, even dumber somehow. Pterosaur <laughs> again. Dumber. Dinobot would be prime, but that Alpha Chad is like off with the Maximals. You got um Megatron, who's way too narcissistic. And then you got uh Scorponok. So I mean, beggars can't be choosers here. I can just imagine like all the hate fucking Black <laughs> Arachnia and Dinobot would do. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh on the next episode of the Lone Raptor Bot Chron- Chronicles. 
Um, that that is Dinobot's masturbation fantasy as he's alone on the planet. <laughs> he's not thinking about himself and Black Arachnia. He's thinking of Scorponok and Black Arachnia. <laughs> sure. Yes. Call him a call him a bitch. <laughs> now choke me. I mean him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. See, man, it gets, gets lonely when you're the only uh, Transformer out there. Oh. Um, so the uh, the disgusting arachnids uh, spot the cloud, and uh, Lady Arachnia is like, uh, yeah, basically, uh, uh, Pterosaur and Waspinator are rotundos, but the, uh, the description fits, so the flying island's got to be inside that cloud. Mm-hmm. And Scorpion is like, I'll check uh, and transforms and shoots a cyber bee off into it. Yeah. So yeah, he's still got him. Yep. And the cyber bee's got this little like Nikita missile video camera thing going I, on. I love this. He goes on visual <laughs> and he can like see through the eyes of the cyber bee. Yeah. You said there was only one uh, Metal Gear Solid reference oh shit uh, oh shit we were liars now fish and mailed <laughs> mission failed we'll get him next time uh, all right so, so yeah he's um remote viewing the uh the island and it's kind of cool there's like a reminds me of like 90s like animation but like early 90s animation like you know there's only like what 16 bit yeah, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, it's like Mech Warrior One. Yes, there, there you go. <laughs> As it's flying around, but it's really cool. It like pans around the obelisk, kind of cuts over the lake. I'm wondering. Uh, uh, I'm wondering if they're only like butterflies or if they're like animals on on the island. It seems like there's just plant life and insect life. Mm. Uh, but speaking of animals, um, as he's um like flying around with the cyber bee like checking the island out um it goes it cuts in between some trees and tigatron like comes out of nowhere and swats the cyber bee out of the air yeah and, and Scor- um Scorpinox yeah. all like ah yeah he kind of like falls back in in fear and black and arachne has like what the fuck is wrong with you dude <laughs> yeah are you okay <laughs> uh is it there and he's all like, yeah, and so is Tigatron. And she's mm-hmm. all like, oh, for fuck's sake, we'll take care of that. Yeah, okay, fine. Leave it to me. So she transforms. And at first I'm like, yeah, they terrorize. At first I'm like, oh, how the fuck are they going to get up there? And as dra- dramatic rock theme plays, <laughs> um, I forgot, it's actually shown uh, Tarantula Man do this before. She yep. shoots her gun, which basically operates like a... Um, uh, what are those things called? A grappling hook. Grappling hook, yeah. yeah it's got like a, a rope attached to it. Or a grapnel gun. A grap grapnel gun? Gr- grapnel gun. Grapnel gun. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. That, we that's, got... what, that's what Batman Arkham City called it, okay? Oh, well then that's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let us not argue with Batman. <laughs> um we cut to um Air Razor. I really like her voice. 
I don't know why. It's like soothing. And she says, what's this? Black Arachnia is trying to lasso a cloud? And she uses her like eagle vision. And this is hilarious. I don't know if you have it up or not. But yep. she eagle visions in, and it's all kind of like infrared looking. And <laughs> it shows the cloud moving above. And Black Arachnia holding on to like a rope as like the the island's moving so they're kind of like the rope is swaying backwards and scorponok clinging to her yeah and i don't know why but that's like the funniest shit like ever yeah and uh yeah uh air razor was like what's this black arachnia tries to lasso lasso a cloud and then when she sees them like zipping along she's all like more surprisingly she seems to have succeeded yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then she flies towards them in her beast mode, which confused me. Like I don't know why she got that close. Because it seems like Scorponok, right before it cuts to Tigertron, it seems like Scorponok notices her. Oh yeah. It could be because she's a hawk and there are no hawks or any birds where they are in the uh winter biome. Not to mention, she is like ten times the size of a normal hawk. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we cut back to Tigatron. And he's like, what do we got here? A scorpion, a scorpion man, cyber bee? <laughs> <laughs> this land of peace may not be peaceful much longer. And he's he like... like Still, it may be useful. And he, and he like yeah. pulls a wire out of it. Out of its yeah. head, and it's time the, for science. <laughs> yeah, uh, the lights go out. The oh, or yeah. the 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 lights in the cyber bees' eyes go out. Yeah, they fade. So it's that easy to take it out. You just pull the wires out of it. You just gotta. You just gotta make sure you cut the red wire, not the green wire. No, you yank them all out at once, <laughs> or else it may explode. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was that was such. Is it just me, or was that like such a trope in like TV and movies back then? For like, f- fuck, from like eighty-five to two thousand and five, for like yeah. twenty solid years, the which wire, which wire, yeah, and it probably instilled a very false sense of confidence in a younger generation's mind that disarming a bomb is as easy as cutting a collared wire. Yeah, but I mean. Like I mean, 12, 12 year old how, me. How many ahead. stories have we? Well, how many stories have we heard about people accidentally blowing themselves up trying to disarm a bomb? I don't know. Probably a lot less than there are actually are. Yeah. And 12 year old me was like, if I and become it, and it, like a bomb, <laughs> sorry. Maker, I'm. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, and at least like 75% of cases where this actually occurred IRL are in Florida. I, it would that feels like a Florida man thing. <laughs> uh, twelve twelve year old, thirteen year old me was like, well, if I ever become, um, you know, like an evil genius that like tries to take over the world, or in the very least tries to take over like L.A., uh, I'm just gonna make all of my bombs have like black wires. That'll really fuck pe- with people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this, the idea that like a certain colored wire means something. As a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, well, 
you know, like it, it depends on like what kind of bomb maker it is and what kind of wires. But then when you get old enough and you realize that's just a plastic coating outside of like the metal wire that's inside, that's, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, it, well, and not a color com- would have nothing to do with what a wire necessarily does. Well, yeah, and just what it really comes down to is like color coding them just makes it a really easy thing to follow in a story. It's, yeah, it it's, makes it a really easy thing to dramatize. Yeah. And they, they milked the fuck out of that. Yeah. Too much, <laughs> too much. Okay, energy. Okay. Open, <laughs> open up the case. You should see like a blue, a yellow and like three red wires. What do you see? Uh, they're all rainbow. What? Every single wire is like rainbow. R- really? Y- yeah. <laughs> all of them. I, I forgot oh. to tell you, man. I'm colorblind. <laughs> all of them are black. What do you mean all of them are black? All of them are black. <laughs> well, you're black? Well, yeah. cut the black one. Well, cut the black one. <laughs> all of them? You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you. I'm <laughs> Can you imagine going through all the training like necessary, passing all of these like military like eye inspections, and then like you're like de- like defusing like a bomb, and you're like on the radio, um, chief. There's something I uh, I need to tell you. What is it? I- I'm colorblind. What? That sounds like a joke out of like the Naked Gun or something. I, you know, that's that's weird. I must have telepathically like picked that up from you. I was, it just popped up in my head as we were joking about being colorblind. I was like, wait a second, did Naked Gun make that joke already? <laughs> Maybe it feels like a very Naked Gun type joke. It, it does. It. <laughs> I must have subconsciously stolen it. Or maybe um, like National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. I have not seen that. Oh, it's pretty funny. Uh, it came out in the early ni- it, it, the early nineties. I think it starred uh, Emilio Estevez and uh, uh, fuck, who else was in it? Emilio. I'm looking this up real quick. <laughs> I'll probably just cut this out, but or will we? Or will we? <laughs> Oh, Emilio Estevez and Samuel L. Jackson. It's oh. a it's a uh, spoof of Lethal Weapon, huh. huh? As well as several other films, including Basic Instinct, Die Hard, Dirty Harry, Rambo, The Silence of the Lambs, Forty Eight Hours, and uh, others. Was I released love Dirty Harold. It was released on February third, nineteen ninety three. Maybe you can track it down. Like I, I, I'd recommend watching it. It's a pretty funny movie. Okay, okay. And speaking of pretty funny, uh, we have a grappling hook scene. Yep. And yeah, um, air razors flying in. in. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Air razors flying in. Uh, Black Arachne and Scorponok are. Uh, just finishing climbing up onto the island fr- with the, from the uh, the grappling hook. Black Arachnia leaps in, and Scorpionok is all like, "Not today, bitch!" to uh, to Air Razor and fires off a missile at her, missing completely. Except that 
it becomes a homing missile. Yeah, it actually it does this like hilarious like swoop like curve like right around the island. Yeah, like ninety degree like swoop. And um Airazor, as surprised as the viewer, is like, what? <laughs> and it like just nails her right in the chest. With like a bunch of like very interesting, kind of realistic looking like sparks and smoke. And then a bunch and of like, oh, and, fuck. Then, and then a bunch of feathers like go flying and start like sailing down. A comically large amount of feathers begin falling out of the sky. And, and uh, this is hilarious. Scorp- Scorponok like lifts a leg and then arm pumps. He's like, yeah. This is not the first time we've seen a character do this in this show. We've seen Dinobot do this before too. Yeah, kind of do like a an arm pump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, Airazor screams and kind of just plummets to the ground. And um, but the obelisk didn't like that. Nope. It uh, shoots its death ray where uh, Scorponok and Black Arachnia were, and turned <laughs> creates a giant ass crater. You can actually see like a very quick shot of her like little grappling hook thing fly toward the screen. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, it's brief, and you 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 got to kind of be look like looking directly at like the right spot part of the screen to notice it, but it's there. That's continuity, damn it. And yeah. um, Scorponok kind of walks over to the hole that it like blasted. They're right near the edge, by the way. They're not even like really on the main plateau of the island. They're like on yeah. the mountainy parts. Basically, this is what flat earthers think the Earth is like. There's these <laughs> giant mountains surrounding the inside of like like a plateau of the island yeah so basically uh, like it's basically like a fallout world where the world there is a oh there's a map and you can't can't there's a map and you can't leave it and if you try to go to the edge you'll come to a bunch of mountains and And if you you cannot go any farther if you manage to like glitch your way up to the top uh you might just end up running into what is literally an invisible wall <laughs> glitch jump your man as someone who's played lots of like more tell you i will attempt to glitch jump up anything me too <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not the most time effective method but i i can't i can't freaking help it but god damn it you feel like you've accomplished something if you manage yeah. to make it that's um, a, that's right. Take the one thousand steps or the ten thousand steps up to High Hrothgar. I think not. <laughs> More like the five thousand jumps. Um, yeah, Scorponok walks over to the hole. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a real blaster. And he like thrusts his hips when he says that. Thank you. Did you notice that? Wow, that's a real blaster. And when he says blaster, he like air humps. Yeah, rusts his hips, and I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, <No>? children's show. <laughs> I and, uh, think not. No, <laughs> Black Arachnia is like, ooh, notice that? Did you? Yeah, and she's all like, well, in case you didn't notice, dumbass, it's activated by our own weapons. And then she, in a very like awkward way, is all like. I must. Uh, I I mean, we (laughs) must take control of it. And I'm like, really? 
Yeah. You you can't bluff, lady. Yeah. You're smarter than this, Black Arachnia. <laughs> but Scorponok still goes, huh? It's just to make sure all of the uh the, the seven year olds watching this like know that all she's up to something. Yeah, it's yeah. to um telegraph intent. And we had spoken about that earlier. Like um characters like acting out of character so that it creates drama or tells the story more obviously to the the viewer but i don't always know if it's necessary but i also don't write cartoons for for 10 year olds so <laughs> maybe it is who knows yes who knows scorponok like narrows his like eye parts and goes hmm yeah and so quite quite clearly this tells the audience like maybe uh maybe there's some foul play going on here yeah so we're uh, yeah yeah so uh air razor wakes up um she's not doing too great kind of hurt tigatron's there um, yeah i really like their exchanges on this island I feel like they they have a uh, there's some there's some chemistry there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, something else that might be on the test for later. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, sorry, she's she's waking up and she's all like, "What? What?" And Tigatron's like, "Stay still. You've been hit." Um. He's like, I intercepted one of Scorponok's cyber bees, and I was able to reprogram it and send it back to the maximal base to warn them. He's like, with luck, it should have reached them right about. We cut to the Axelon. Right about meow. Right about meow. Right meow. Right meow. He did. Good for him. Have no idea how he did that with his paws, but he's a scientist. Damn it. So, uh, well, he could have transformed. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Who knows how long she was out? Pop so, cycles, uh, clicks, nobody knows. Uh, so Optimus uh, has the bee and he puts it onto the table, uh, onto the dinner table, and he says to Cheetor, good thing you didn't just blast this bee. And Cheetor is <laughs> like, like Cheetor is holding one of Air Razor's feathers and he's like, well, I would have. But it was carrying one of Air Razor's feathers, and he smiles. And Rat Trap's like, "Sides, he missed." <laughs> yeah. Cheetor hangs his shoulders, and he's like, "Yeah, that too." <laughs> uh-huh. So he did try shooting it out of the air, but it he reached did. the ship before he could hit it. <laughs> yeah, he just sucks. Womp womp. Uh, and Optimus is just like Prime. <laughs> he said it. Says it. Oh, and just... He says that so so it's in such an indignant voice. Yeah. And uh, they watch a home movie. It like shoots a like a, a projected like video into the air. Yeah. Man, Cheetor's and... face lights up. He's got I was, this huge I was gonna, fucking grin. I was going to point that out because uh, when. So the the cyber bee like puts a uh, hollow puts like a projector onto the wall, and 
we see it's like basically Tigatron has recorded a selfie video. Yeah. And when uh, when Cheetor sees Cheetor sees this, he's all like, hey, it's Tigatron and his face. He gets this big like smile on his face and like his eyes like flutter and he just looks so ha- it's fucking adorable. It It's yeah, it's <laughs> it's good. Cheetor is uh, great. Yeah, that's like like legit. That's like the cutest he's ever been in this entire show. Is like in that moment right there. He's he's one of the more uh like he has more wholesome camaraderie than anyone else. Totally, yeah. Yeah, he wants to be everyone's friend. He wants everyone to be okay. He wants to do right by everyone. Yeah. Mhm. And uh, the um, selfie video from uh, Tigatron, I like how he's moving like the bee around, right? But like yeah. he's in his beast form. <laughs> so I just imagine him like moving it around with tiger paw somehow. <laughs> I and like this is go ahead. I, I like how the, the message begins with uh, Tigatron being like, attention maximals. And right after he says that, the music is like, dun dun. Yeah, it like amps up crazy for some reason. I'm like, what is it? Dragons? Um, <laughs> He's like, this is a code one emergency message from Tigatron. Air Razor has been damaged. And uh, I've never heard uh, them use a code one emergency before. No, I guess they that just means it's way more serious than a normal emergency. It's a code one emergency, not a code two emergency. No, code two emergencies are for bitches. <laughs> um, uh, and Optimus and Rattrap look at each other all like gasp. And yeah. uh, Tigatron's like, uh, me and Air Razor are trapped on a mysterious flying island. And he like uh, takes the bee and like points it around, points it at the obelisk. And he's like, it is a self-contained ecosystem guarded by powerful weapons of alien design. Black Arachne and Scorponok have already managed to invade if they gain control of the island and its weapons the predacons will be able to destroy the maximal base and win the beast wars dun 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 dun. static end of episode last time on beast wars shit happened we uh we begin the trigger part two uh back up at the uh the great white snowy north with the uh the cloud of the floating island it's kind of ominous that these episodes are called the trigger hmm hmm (laughs) i'm just Uh, noticing that i feel like it's ominous uh yes yes it is once and, again, uh, maybe on the test later. <laughs> and um Tigatron is sitting on some like PlayStation One era like like texture packs. Yep. <laughs> it's like really blurry, whereas he's actually a little much more uh high res. And, well, and as, he's actually as the, floating like three inches off of the <laughs> I was just gonna point that out. As the camera is panning around, you can see he's straight up just floating. <laughs> Yeah, he's like a few inches off, like the <laughs> clipping issues because he's on a cliff that's kind of at an angle, and it's very obvious to the to the viewer. Again, probably not ten year old me, but 
No. Um, and he, he says he, some existential shit. Like, yeah, he's all like, despite uh, this island, uh, despite all the weapons this place has, I finally feel myself at peace. Yeah, and he's saying my that softly. A, yeah, though my heart is a maximal fluid pump, my soul is that of a tiger. And then he looks right at the camera, and he's all like, "It must not fall into the hands of the Pentagons." <laughs> 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 it's like whoa there <laughs> from like zen yeah, existentialism he like he's all like he goes from like zero to crazy in like point one second flat yeah he, that's how you play a true neutral character in D. it's like ah i believe in like peace and harmony and zen but i will fuck a bitch up <laughs> i gotta defend this island <laughs> I will fuck a bitch up if I have to defend my my zen. Right? Did you just step in my zen garden? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a sleeping bird behind him. Yep. He yeah. doesn't talk to her yet, but it showed her. Showed yeah, Air Razor like snoozing Air, in the back. Yeah, Air Razor's there resting up. Uh, and then we uh, cut to clack. Uh, it's clickety clack time. Yeah, Scorpion and Lady Arachnia are like marching toward marching and clicking and clattering toward the obelisk. Yeah, they're just in their beast mode, chilling, killing, <laughs> doing pred things. And she points at the obelisk and she's like, that obelisk seems to be the center of power for this whole place. You know, yeah. just to yeah. just just to add uh, the kids watching up, up to speed, speed in case yeah. they didn't watch part, in case they didn't okay, watch that part makes one. more sense now i was watching this oh yeah you guys already knew that but yeah if, if you missed the first episode which which might happen like yeah. i did like i always only ever saw the second part of this as a kid oh yeah for some reason yeah um but yeah scorpionock spoilers says, i think part one is better but <laughs> always have <laughs> um and he says oh well uh, th- th- then the obelisk's probably guarded. And she's like, figured that out all on your own, Mongo? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, to this day, like every now and then, like I'll say, figure that out all by yourself, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes to people, because I'm kind of a dick. It's a, it's a classic. But uh, this is actually where I got it from originally when I was a kid. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I figured it out all by myself, didn't I? <laughs> Did you figure that out all by yourself? No. <laughs> no. <beat> Bitch. <laughs> so we get an up close look because um Black Arachnia like crawls over in her disgusting spider form up to one of those red markings, the trap markings, and it kind of looks like a bipedal dude holding a gigantic axe above his head not really sort of i i'm trying to interpret it it's cool okay you know see what i mean it kind of it's kind of like a dude holding like a axe three times the size maybe maybe not really (laughs) i gotta look at it again and it's Um, like a red it's not really a good way to describe it there's like a a crescent with a line. It, it kind of looks like an axe or like a hammer. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I see what you mean, yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. And this is interesting. She, as she's observing it, um, it triggers, and she falls down a hole, much like... Um, triggers, you say? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun. She... Beast Wars. <laughs> um, she she falls and uh, it tricks the viewer because oh surprise surprise she actually like shoots her um how do I shot web she she shoots some web and catches herself and crawls back up but she crawls back up nothing like an actual spider she crawls back up like in reverse yeah. Well, and, she's not an actual spider, though. So uh, fair. Yeah. She crawls up in reverse, puts the gears in reverse, and Scorponok, being the massive dick that he is, he pokes his head over, and um, fuck, what does he say? Have a nice He's... trip. And he lifts his head up into the air and has the guffaw I have ever heard. <laughs> he laughs. Have a nice trip. <laughs> yeah, he is it's like a, it's like, dude, you're not that funny. No, but he he gets so <laughs> little he he gets so few moments to to one up others. He's got to take advantage of it. Fair. And uh, she <laughs> she's like, there are times it pays to be a spider, and she kind of like dusts her shoulders off. Yeah, her spider shoulders. And this is interesting as she's talking to him. She's using her her mouth parts as kind of like little arms to gesture, almost like she's folding her her arms. Yeah, we've seen tarantulas do this before too. Yeah, he usually like rubs them together as if he's like you know like greasing his palms in excitement. And yeah. she's Which, kind of it's almost like she's crossing her like little mandibles. Well, and arm. she does the same thing too in this scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so she she figures out that the symbol seems to uh, the the Axeman symbol seems to uh, be a marker for a trap of some sort. Yeah, th- those parts on a spider are called the pedipalps. I doubt I will remember that, but that that's okay. is that is <laughs> that is useful information. <laughs> this is not on the test. <laughs> <laughs> uh no no this 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 will not be on the test <laughs> just helps them move things towards their their fangs but anyway um yeah Disgusting she's like that's vile bad. creatures that they are <laughs> bad bad mark trap <laughs> <laughs> she's like this could be useful knowledge and it's like what are you 10 Everybody on the island now knows that those mean that there's a trap. Yes. Axeman, bad. <laughs> Axeman, bad. <laughs> island, traps. Home alone. <laughs> so we cut back to Tigatron and chilling up up on a cliff. Yep. Uh, Air Razor up. is awake now. Uh, and uh, he's like, how are you? And she's better but i still can't fly and this is hilarious shit um it cuts to him majestic and tiger-like <laughs> like, up on the little hill and he's like in that case 
the lady shall ride a tiger. And he like poses like yep. with like a paw out and his hand up in a very like regal like pose. And I'm like, this is some corny ass shit. Uh, I just took a screenshot of it. Cause that I'm probably going to make that the show art. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, in that case, the lady shall ride a tiger. And he like poses. And then she literally hops up on his back. Yeah. She's the same size as him. Like like you said, she's a gigantic version of a hawk, at least ten, like 10 times yeah, the size she, of a hot, normal hawk. And she hops onto him side saddle. Yeah. Which, yeah, corny. It's also, I don't know, I also it's found cute. it kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's corny as fuck, but it's, it's sweet. Yeah. So, uh, and back uh, at- we're at Super Ape. Yeah, yeah, back at the Axelon, uh, Super Ape uh, is taking flight, and he's got Rat Trap in tow. Rat yeah, Trap riding on his back. Riding on his back once more. Yep. And this kind of, I don't know why it bothered me, his feet and his like haunches are quite clearly right inside the flames of the Prime Jets. Oh, are they? Yeah, like... Oh, like yes. His, yes, his they are. Moves and- <laughs> His haunch and his legs are right in the fire. Uh, I, I pause it at just the right moment, and yes, the flames are going right through his legs. Yeah, wow. and I'm like, I, huh. I, I've never noticed this. I didn't even watch uh, notice this when I watched this the other day. I could not <laughs> see it. And my partner was like, huh, what are you talking about? And I specifically rewinded it just to be like, look, look. <laughs> Uh, so Rat Trap is complaining as usual, and he's like, "Man, see why I gotta be the one to get carried around like a sack of rusty nuts." <laughs> and he's like, "Shut your nuts! You're the light, the only one to carry on my back." Yeah. And he's like, eh, "Is there drink service on this?" And he's like, "Nope. Just make sure your seatbelt is fastened." And I'm yeah. like, "Wait, why don't you have a seatbelt, dude?" Like some sort of strap. Yeah, you'd think the the maximals would be more about promoting like proper proper flight safety. You know, I think he'd it'd be like GI Joe, and he'd turn to the camera and he'd be like, "Always wear your seatbelt," and cheekily wink. <laughs> but nope. Yeah, and then we get like a smash cut of the Beast Wars logo. <laughs> <laughs> Winners don't do drugs. Um, plus, and Optimus also says he's like, and plus, uh. Uh, Tiger Trons <laughs> message said the island was booby trap and no one knows traps like rat trap isn't that right little buddy and he's like yeah the curse of a great reputation and it's like, yeah that's, way that's to yeah way to way to stroke the guy's ego you know yeah that's how you get him to shut up on the the flight there. So we uh, cut back to the Axelon and Rhinox. Yeah. And he's like, launching laser probe now. And I'm like, launching laser probe now. Yeehaw. It shoots this uh, green laser that hits Optimus in the face, in the face, in in the the chest. chest. And it makes just his chest plate glow green for a second. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And he's like, come in, Optimus. And Optimus is like, this is Optimus Primal. 
But I, I like how he has to use his full name. Like there's yep. another Optimus on the, the planet <laughs> that they get confused with. Right. He's like, sounds like, the, sounds like the laser link is working fine. And Rhinox Line is like... Sight transmission. Yeah, it sure beats the old CB radio, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it does. I don't know how it works. That's not how lasers work, but... Sure, why not? But apparently it's free of Energon interference, so... Yay? Yeah. And the beam so should is, go right so through this. Just like communicating all the way across the planet without any help either, but... Eh, eh. Yep. And uh, I think Cheetor comes on screen and he's like, Waspinator and Pterosaur just took off Pred Central. And uh, Rhinox is like, you hear that, Optimus? And Weave Optimus is... head or on your six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Optimus is like, uh, more than here at Rhinox, we're living it live. <laughs> and ter- Pterosaur squawks into frame and transforms and rock music plays and he starts shoulder cannoning. Uh-huh. I'm wondering uh, where his stupid like shark missile went. <laughs> I think that was a one and done kind of kind of deal. Yeah, that was like that 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 was an experimental weapon, and the the experiment failed. It certainly did. And so, uh, Optimus is like, I can't maneuver with a passenger while I'm being shot at, and he like pushes Rat Trap off of him. No, no, he should have, but that's not what actually happens. And uh, I, Rat Trap says, I, 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 well, do actually, I do actually like, I, I, I kind of agree with Rat Trap's indignant attitude here. He's like, oh, well, excuse me. I'm the one hanging on by my little pink toes here. Yeah, I was like, well, what do you want from me? Yeah, it's like, what, what do you expect him to do? <laughs> like, it's not it like he can, it's like, yeah. it's not like Rat Trap can just get out and walk. He's like, oh, I can't maneuver that well uh, while I have a passenger. Or I can't use the prime jets as effectively while I have a passenger, and it's like, oh, okay. Do you want me to jump off? Yeah, get good. <laughs> and um, yeah, rat traps like Alex. You and um, then they get shot because rat trap like crawls over top of Optimus and puts his face right in front of his. And it's all like, I can't even transform like this. And they get hit by like a, a plasma missile or something and they get blown apart. Like, yeah. yeah. And there's an action cam of both of them. Yeah. Spiraling uh, towards the ground. So we're back at the uh, the flying island now. And uh, Lady Arachnia and Scorpion are, uh, are uh, Walking cl- down a cluttering road. along. Yeah, there's kind of a path suggested. Yeah. There was, I just know I noticed it last episode, but I never got a chance to say anything. There are roads here, like dirt roads. Oh yeah, yeah. Like little right? pathways. So, yeah. So clearly, at some point, someone something made was here. Yeah, yeah. And this is interesting. She grabs on. They they go by a tree with that marking on it. She grabs onto Scorponok with one of her spider legs and like slams him behind her. And I'm like, is she the strongest 
Predacon. <laughs> One spider leg can grab Scorponok. And he's like on his back. And I'm like, nice moves. Yeah, it's that it's all that Dom strength she has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Why you why you touch Scorponok bad? And he's like, call it Lady's Intuition. And then they crawl past the, the tree with the trap. But like only they're only like five, ten feet away. They're not even that far away from it. So like do your does your ass have to be like right up on these traps for them to activate? Perhaps. <laughs> it seems so. I have and no it, thoughts. <laughs> and in a scene that makes for me this very little sense, as if they're being spied on by like a cyber bee, yeah. there are the camera pans left and right, and then zooms in and looks at the tree, then backs up and pans some more, capturing Scorponok again. So it would yeah. seem like it's a cyber bee or a drone or something. And then it zigzags a little bit, goes over top of a lake through uh, a little rocky kind of archway, which we'll see later, and then like down a path and through a canyon, suggesting that... And then it shows um, Air Razor. And her eyes, as if she was like zooming in there. I have a lot of science problems with what just happened. <laughs> That's not how light works. Yeah. Right. And I, I went over this with my partner at the time, until, and I, until I smashed it into their head with why that doesn't make sense. <sighs> it's one thing to have like really, really great vision, but her visual marker was moving as if it was like a drone or a cyber bee like which with with pitch and ang different changing the angles and it even like weaved and it shows them in a canyon she did not have um eye, line of sight with what she was just looking at yeah her her vision essentially is a bullet in the movie wanted the, the, yeah <laughs> thank you so does that mean she can bend fucking light? Or because what we saw more feels like a nano cam, like she. Yeah, totally. Like a nanobot. Yeah, exactly. Not light. I don't know about you, but I can only see. I can't see around corners. <laughs> I can't bend like light. <laughs> no. Like the. Uh... For for example, the only things that can do that in the universe are like heavy, heavy, massive objects, right? Or like massive things at a distance. So like it's called gravitational lensing, right? So like anything with yeah. enough mass can do it. Apparently, she can do it at will with anything, and I I don't know that that really bothers me. That's not that's not how light works. So in my head to make up for this inexcusable like break in science uh she she sent a little eye bot out <laughs> and it like it was like a little recon recon nanobot and it zipped around and flew back into her eyes that's the only way i can justify that uh that complete break in in physics for me okay that's all i just wanted to say i needed to complain about that well that is canon now I guess so. Yep. You're welcome, we're, writers. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going with it. I, I mean, why that bothered me so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is pretty dumb. 
that's not say. how that's not how light works no and you know my partner was like oh well maybe it can go wherever she can see but then she can like turn it and i'm like what <laughs> that would be like me being able to see down a hallway into my bedroom and like being able to see my bed which right. that would be pretty dope if we could do that but we can't <laughs> And like if we had without the help of mirrors or gravitational lensing, nothing can do that. Yeah, we're go- let's go with uh, she has camera bots that she shoots out of her magna eyes. <laughs> yeah, they're actually <laughs> little little bots. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, she's like, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that that bugged me. Um, anyways, the camera cut zooms out a little bit, and she's like chilling on. On Tigatron's <clears throat> back. Yep. And she's like, huh, that's weird. Black Arachnia was avoiding like a, a mark on a tree. And Tigatron's like, uh, a mark? You mean like that one? Yep. And it glows red, signaling that um, it's triggering because they're too close to it, right? Yep. Tigatron has seen these. Like mm. three of them now. Has he though? Because like I know he encountered one earlier, but it was like, oh, it was on the it, other side. It was of on the, the rock yeah, it was him. on the other side of the rock. So we saw it, but I don't think he did. Okay, that's fair. Okay, yeah, you're right. So I guess technically, Black Arachnia was the first one to notice that. Yeah, hmm. to actually like see the. You're symbol. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, show. You get he win this round, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I like how he's all like, "Whoa, double rainbow! What does it mean?" And he quickly finds out. Yeah, because a it, giant boulder blocks giant boulders block both sides of the canyon. They're walking yep. through, and uh, essentially, what it means is uh, shut down all garbage mashers on the <laughs> detention level. And um, because the the walls start closing in. Yeah. Uh, There's no garbage water monster, though. No. But still, they're going to get crushed. If only. And um, I'm. Oh, geez. Does she mention that her wings aren't fully healed yet? Prepared yet? No. No. We we cut back to uh, uh, Rat Trap uh, at terminal velocity falling. Oh, yeah, like, very literally. Like, apparently they were so high up that he can, like, free fall for... Jeez, what are they in the air for? 20 seconds, at least? Yeah. And uh, (laughs) Optimus is falling. He's all like, ah! But then he, like, rights himself and, like, gets his jets back on and goes back into super ape mode. (laughs) And then he does something really dope here. We've seen him with his, like, his forearm shotguns. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time we've seen him dual wield them. So he has like shotguns coming out of both forearms. Double barrel shotguns come out of his each of his forearms. Yeah. Yeah. And they 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 just shoot plasma blasts, right? Yeah. But it, it's they're still cool. They're badass. Yeah, yeah. and the fact Has that he, he only ever dual wielded them this time? Yeah. Yeah, so far nice. we've only ever seen him, I think uh from like his right forearm. Right. And this is hilarious. Um, he, he like is, is still in the air, right? Yeah. Like a Harrier jet. He's still, and he shoots at the, uh, 
Pterosaur and Waspinator, and they kind of split and dodge it. And he calms Rat Trap, and he says, "Rat Trap, I'm on my way." And then, damn it, we talk then, about all the time the rock paper scissors. Waspinator very casually, <laughs> very cat, like hilariously casually, just like pulls out his little gun and like stinger bullets, Optimus. Yeah, his little one-shot like stinger launchers. Yeah, he and like so blows him out of the air. City, especially <laughs> after that badass display by Optimus. Yeah. The camera just like so man, the camera just cuts to Waspinator. Like you said, it's he's just so casual. He's just like mm, in the air. And he just casually aims, takes his time, and just fires. <laughs> and it it's a direct head and it blows Optimus right out of the air. <laughs> Dude. Uh, the rock, paper, scissors where like Waspinator always gets the drop on Optimus somehow. <laughs> Or is it Waspinator and Pterosaur sometimes? Uh, it's both of them sometimes. I'm sure it's everyone. <laughs> it's everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. so we, we cut back to Rattrap, and Rattrap is again like still in free fall, and he's like he stabilized himself though, like a like a uh a sky like diver. Hang, yeah, like he's like hang glide or like uh, yeah, like uh, skydiving. Sky yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like. Uh, like mutter, like whimpering to himself, and he's like, "Oh, Slagheep, I'm going to die. I'm falling." <laughs> Which I yeah. mean, who can blame him, really? Yeah, he's just talking to himself, saying his goodbyes, acting yeah. all pathetic, and <laughs> and then like Tara- Looney Tune, his eyes shoot out of his head in surprise because there- Pterosaur shows Bef- up. Well, just before that, there is a brief, like, transition shot of Pterosaur, like, zipping by, like, clearly, like, heading toward oh. Waspinator. But it's just a, it's a still shot where, like, Pterosaur just, like, flies, like, past the camera and is like, <laughs> I don't know, it just made me laugh. <laughs> Pterosaur is just great. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I love him. Yeah, and so. That, well, now is the Looney Tunes bit. Yeah. His eyes like launch out of his his head, and yeah. his mouth goes huge. Holy shit, and that it, is horrifying! It, and it makes and, this like boom, yeah. And um, in his robot form, it is pterosaur like matching speed with him, like face to face, like here to taunt him. And man, he does a good job of taunting him. I know it. He like turns things around, but like, holy shit. Like this is this is how you taunt your before they die. He like flicks yeah. his fucking nose and like rubs his chin. He's like a scared little mousy. This yeah. is just too. This is just. This must be my lucky day. Uh huh. And Rattrap is like, you know what? You know what? Beak face. And he transforms and he's like, you're right. And then blasts Pterosaur. Yeah, in the air. Which I'm like. Hell yeah, Rat Trap. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Pterosaur falls for a bit uh, and uh, goes back to beast mode. And then guess who lands on top of them? Rat Trap. This is, that was really cool. Yeah. Like transforming, shooting, and then he kind of like Mission Impossible dives over to him and like lands on him. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 
And so now he is riding Terrorosaur. And yeah, kind of rad. Like a mount in an MMO. <laughs> I'm sending Christopher my screenshot of Rat Trap. And should wow. post that to the Facebook page. I will, right? Now. Um, um, so yeah, he has a new mount. And he's holding his gun to him. And he's like, you better do what I say. Yeah, he's like... Now fly, you featherless freak, before I toast your tachyons and, like, oh. sticks sticks the gun, like, to his back end, implying that he'll shoot him in the balls. Oh, is that what he's doing? I thought he meant, like, shoot him in the butt. No, he, the, the line is, I'll toast your tachyons. Yeah, but tachyons are, plural. Like- well, I, I know what tachyons are, but yeah, like, they're like plur- Hmm. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. For anybody uh, interested, tachyons are like um, theoretical particles that might travel faster than light, and thus not follow the same uh, rules of like time. Yeah, they're they're yeah they're uh, uh, hypothetical particles that are in a constant state of infinite motion. Magic, basically. Yeah, basically. Space magic. <laughs> yeah, oh, tachyons, plural. Yeah, I guess he he meant shoot him in the balls, huh? Yeah. Good, good catch. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, he rides him over. <laughs> Is that cut the part out, where we're at? Cut out there. Oh, sorry. Um, He rides him over to Optimus? Yep. And Optimus is, has seemingly like righted himself and is like back to like shotgunning uh, Waspinator. Um, Waspinator. And does he get him? Yep. He, he gets, gets him. him. <laughs> he gets Waspinator and he's like, now time t- to save Rat Trap. And I'm like, dude, you've been in the air like two minutes. What do you mean now it's time to save Rat Trap? Yeah, motherfucker's dead by now. <laughs> Realistically. Yeah, he'd smash into a million pieces. But who flies in on on Pterosaur? Swoops in. Yeah, swoops in. It's yep. uh, it's Rat Trap. Old old Rat Trap with his uh, new noble steed. <laughs> noble, mm, eh. Momentarily useful. Yes. 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 Cheers. And they have a little back and forth. Yeah, Optimus is Optimus laughs and is all like, "You're a real piece of work, you know that." And Ratchet's kind of like, like, "Eh, the truth." Yeah, and he kind of likes like hits him on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, and uh, off they they go to explore the island, I guess. And uh, Tigatron's like uh, turns to Air. Uh, I was gonna say Aerosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Aerosaur? What? Aerosol? Air, aerosol? Air razor can? A can of aerosol? Um, <laughs> he turns to aerosol and he's like, uh, can you fly yet? And she's like, you think I haven't been trying? And he's all like, then we have but one dangerous option. So he transforms and pulls out his tummy gun and blows one of the rocks away. Yeah, and just as the uh, the obelisk is about to super eye laser, uh, he Tigatron, runs out. Yeah, Tigatron grabs uh, uh, Air Razor and is like, "Now we must run!" and bolts out of there. 
just at in a, a negatively jog. Now this is interesting. It seems like Tigatron has figured out that it shoots at where the energy was detected, not at where he's running. Because yeah. he really, he doesn't even action dive this time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the two um, arachnids, Scorponok and um, Black Arachnia, notice the giant laser shoot across the island. And, and Scorponok uh, says, Oh, that must be the Maximals! It fired at them! And then Black Arachnia is like, Now then we must hurry before it recharges, which Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is new. Go on. We have been given no indication thus far in the past, like, uh, what, like 30 minutes or so of Uh between the two episodes that uh, the obelisk's uh, super eye laser needs to needs to recharge. No, at all. I'm not sure how she so, draws yeah, that conclusion whatsoever. Where is she getting this from? She could be... It's either bad writing or she's purposely bullshitting Scorponok. <laughs> little from column A, little from column B. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so uh, if she's yeah. referring to when it goes boo and then shoots, that's not really a recharge; it's a charge up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, that's new information, also wrong information. But but whatever. <laughs> I'm sure it will all be explained by the end of the episode. Yeah, everything, every every question we've ever had. <laughs> In the very least, about this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has to, right? Yes. Uh, so the Maximals <laughs> show up. Uh, Optimus. Yeah, they fly in. Optimus with his jets and Rat Trap on his loyal steed. But he is not <laughs> so loyal. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Um, he goes, heads up. Oh, by the way, the uh, the Maximals are shorting out. So they have to transform like very soon. Yeah. And he goes, hey, heads up. And Terrace Ter- goes, <laughs> and flies and... Rat Trap into a tree branch to get yep. him off of them. But I'm like, well, why didn't you just shoot him if you knew he was going to do that to you? Don't threaten people and not follow through. That's my best advice, ladies and gentlemen. You follow yeah. through in your goddamn threats. Yeah, toast a motherfucker's tachyons already. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um but nope uh he hilariously smashes into the branch pterosaur flies away and goes <laughs> and gets away and uh we're uh now is the reunion suddenly yeah. all four maximals are there and rat traps all like man you talk about your bumpy flights <laughs> yeah i mean i'm like that is some that is some crazy Mission Impossible shit, the fact that he's even still alive. Yeah. Go yeah. Rat Trap. Good for him. Did his own stunts, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Next time, blow the guy's balls off. Yeah. In whichever direction, because tachyons can go forward and backward in time. Yep. <laughs> Shoot him in the balls so hard that his ancestors feel it. <laughs> 
shoot him in the balls so hard. <laughs> it's as though he never had balls to begin with. Cheers. <laughs> Thus he won't miss them. Thus you rearrange the time space-time continuum to the point where Pterosaur was never even on this planet. The, the ball the, the ball bust continuum. The ball yeah. In which case he wouldn't have been able to shoot him in the balls. But if he was never able to shoot him in the balls in the first place, then Okay. So let's get out of the time loop that we're <laughs> we're stuck in. Uh yeah, so rat trap, Tigatron. Aerosol and Pessimus Prime, <laughs> Pessimus Lame, Pessimus are all here. Lame. Yeah, and uh, Tigatron goes up and like, I've never seen a tiger and a gorilla shake hands before, but I have to say, I'm pleasantly, I, I'm pleased with it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, now I want to see it in real life. Right? <laughs> Something tells me I never will. <laughs> Unless you count humans as, like, an ape. I don't think I'll see it with a gorilla, but uh, humans can tame tigers. Can uh, and have. Yes, yes. Well, we're primates. We're not apes, but... We're Optimus Prime apes? Yep. Oh. We're optimal Optimuses. I thought um, us, chimps, like, Bonobos, gorillas, we're all like um, great apes. I think we're dis well, we're descendant from oh. we're descended from uh, apes, but we're like we kind of split off into our own thing. I studied anthropology in university. I should know this, but it's been a decade. Yeah, <laughs> like us Neanderthals and like a couple of other extinct like like oh dozens later. Oh, is dozens. it dozens? Oh yeah, yeah. There's so okay. many. Yeah. So there were a lot of like intelligent, like higher, like great ape people. Yeah. Huh. Well, go us. Uh, apparently, Neanderthals um interbred with us. Like they were close enough that, like, there's actually people with Neanderthal genes. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. There. It. It's pretty contested from what i remember it's pretty contested mm. what actually happened to the neanderthals we fucked them into extinction <laughs> yeah like some some anthropologists believe that it was uh they disintegrated yeah and some believe that we killed them some believe that we ate them some believe uh, that they died of a disease i'm glad that you said ate because i'm like hey uh, if i if early man did anything it's like as much as they could. Yep. Oh, well, you look at most other most other. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. Well, go us. Yep. We. So, uh, <laughs> they're they're only error in evolution. Uh, you cut out there. Oh, I said um, their only uh, mistake through evolution is being more delicious than we are. <laughs> Uh, serves them right. <laughs> and served us right, as it would be. Yeah, go us. <laughs> See, uh, if we were any less murderous, maybe we would be here. That's a depressing uh, thought. Uh, so, 
Tigatron's all like, it is good that you have come. The Predacons have almost reached the obelisk. We must stop them. It's like, he's very straightforward. Yep. But But we we must must be be careful careful. to avoid the traps. Watch for the symbol of the Axeman. (laughs) The Axeman. And this is hilarious. This is a very gorilla thing to do. (laughs) Optimus leans down and casually grabs like a stone that just happens to be by his feet. And he like whips it over his head towards this uh, archway on the path. Yeah. And very like the shittiest trap on the whole island, I must say. Um, it's such an obvious trap. It's such an obvious trap. Who the fuck would walk through rocks, that? Right? <laughs> I wouldn't even walk through it without a marking on it. <laughs> There's loose rocks, like barely holding themselves together and kind of like an arch pattern over the path. Like yeah. one gust, like strong, like gust <laughs> could send those things falling. But him throwing the rock triggers it. And he turns to uh, Tigatron and he's like, so I see. But it, I'm like, did you see those rocks? They've been buried by rocks bigger than that and have been fine. I feel yeah. like that would have been a minor inconvenience at most. Yeah. Yeah. And Aerosol squawks up. <laughs> and he goes, this place gets ticked if uh, don't use energy weapons either. This place gets ticked if you do. Bomb. I think that's what she says. Let me let me that's, have a listen. The fuck what does it she says. Say? What does she say here? I need to turn off the close captions because I don't trust them. I don't. Yeah, I don't think she says bomb. What does she say? I oh, she know. says gets ticked if you do. Boom. Like she's making like a the sound of an explosion. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, we we cracked the code here. Yeah, we did it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Then Rat Trap goes into a monologue, and he makes a lot of fucking good points here. Uh. T- yeah. Take you it away. This? Oh, do you do you want me to? Yeah, just go over what he says because I think this is kind of important. Um. Rat Trap kind of spins his his gears a little and says wait a minute wait a minute you mean that whoever wait a cycle built this, yeah wait wait a cycle um whoever built this place went to the trouble of making all these traps and then marked them but it won't let you use energy weapons and optimus kind of like taps his chin and he's like what are you getting at and he's like i'm saying this ain't no paradise it's a puzzle This whole place is designed to attract intelligent species and then test them. And Aerosol's like, test them? Test them for what? And Tigatron kind of like sits down and listens. And he's like, I don't know, bird lady, but I'll tell you this much. Uh, What does he say? Generally speaking, being a a guinea pig ain't exactly a long-term career gig. Know what I'm saying? Part of me is like, from the rat. Yeah. <laughs> what does he mean by that? Like, when he says that, like, was he tested on, or is it because he's a demolitions expert? Like, what is he implying when he said that? Uh, I I think what he's saying is like, uh, be oh, being, I under- yeah, being yeah, a ahead. guinea pig in this kind of situation is probably you're probably going to end up dead. 
Oh, he's not talking not... about himself. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. Got yeah. yeah. Being a guinea pig on the island in this situation ain't exactly a long career gig. Know what I'm saying? There yeah. we go. I didn't know what he was saying, but now, now I do. Um, so he's saying, like, why mess around with, um, like, traps and, like, this weird Home Alone scenario made by this obviously intelligent species when it's, like, meant to test them or make them fall for traps or something. Yeah. And he's like, I say we get off this flying sod bomb. And Tigatron, being completely contrarian, like, I'm usually jiving, I'm usually vibing pretty good with Tigatron, and I don't vibe with Rat Trap. He makes some very good logical deductions. Right? Like, if they actually wanted to trick and trap people, why would they make such a huge visual marker for the traps? Mm. He's got an ex- like a very good point. He wants the markers to be seen. Yeah, to to as a, I guess as a means of like testing the whoever the intelligent species that the, might land here. Yeah, and the fact that um, only intelligent species that could either fly or use technology could even get on the island yeah so that's another interesting thing that i i just pieced together and then tigatron because apparently he doesn't like facts and logic um says no this is a land of peace i will protect it also the aliens are making the assumption that whoever ends up on there is going to have energy weapons right what if it was like (laughs) humans with like combustion weapons like guns do you know what yeah. i mean just like a good old ak-47 <laughs> is that not advanced enough to to shoot the laser at uh they just end up taking over the obelisk well I'm... and ruling the island oh humans actually humans would either blow it up or take it over in no time yeah and, yeah yeah tigatron's like um no, this is uh, a land of peace. I will protect it. And he lifts his paw up, and a yellow and blue butterfly lands on his paw. And Optimus is like, it won't be a land of peace much longer. Look! I I think the way that uh, Optimus has his arms crossed here looks hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I need to screen grab that one, too. (laughs) Like a gangster. Um, so I, I went through all of that kind of quick, but I want to unravel that there. That's a really good point. Christopher knows, and I don't, so he's probably like biting his tongue. But like, it's not just meant to keep people away from the obelisk. There's clearly, this was clearly meant to signal something to an intelligent species, as if they mm-hmm. want. They want someone to interact with it. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. Because remember, I'm I'm going into the series like blind right now. I've caught episodes here or there, but I barely remember anything past this. So that's really interesting. I'm kind of on the rat trap. Like, I'm on board with rat trap being. I mean, you can't ignore it because the Predacons already know about it, unfortunately. But I'm kind of with him. Like, maybe just leave. Maybe. The show just- yeah, maybe just, maybe we can just like peace, you know. <laughs> How about now? <laughs> yeah, just just take off, eh? 
But uh, <laughs> take off. They can't take off because Optimus. Look and- <laughs> the way he's folding his arms. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look, <laughs> and like a bodybuilder, barely able to like lift his arms in front of his gigantic pecs. He like points with his massive paw, and um, apparently they're the slowest like arachnids in the world. I could have swore they could have made it there by now, but uh, Scorponok and uh, Black Arachnia are climbing the hill to the um, to the tower. And we get a look at it, and there are stairs going up one side, and wings. <gasps> Did bird people make this island? There, uh-huh. there are wings and more of that Axeman symbol and an alien language all along the wall. Never caught that until right now. And it's like a hieroglyphic kind of thing with like crescents and lines mm-hmm. and dots cool and there are wings and the camera pans up showing i never noticed all before that's badass it pans up and it kind of shows like an open room underneath the the pyramid on the very top that like a crystalline purple pyramid that christopher talked about before and uh they transform yeah yeah and man this is the dumbest shit ever. It's kind of okay. funny though. So uh Black Arachnia is like uh uh we we will we need to blast our way inside the obelisk. And Scorpinox mm-hmm. like, no, if we if we use energy weapons, it'll blast us. If we shoot, it'll make boom boom. And <laughs> and she insists that they have to blast their way in. And Black Arachnia is like, hmm. So she turns her car. She's like, we need a diversion. So she turns smart. It is. Yeah. So she turns, turns her calm on. And then she's like, the flyers will attempt to take the Island as a prize for themselves. They must be stopped. And she pulls out her gun and it points it at them. And is like, I will blow them from the sky. And Pterosaur is just like, Pterosaur hearing this because the they hear it over the comms because she turned it on on purpose. Yeah, Pterosaur is just like, "What? No, fuck you, bitch." Yeah, he's like, "I'll vape you first and then he takes a drag from vape. (laughs) (laughs) So he transforms, and then uh, what a dumbass. Yep, and then how many times does he have to get shot by this obelisk (laughs) before apparently two? And uh, he turns to Waspinator, who's right beside him, like he knows he just fucked up, and he's like, oops. <laughs> yep, because the, the obelisk super eye lasers him. Or both of both them, of actually. Them, yeah, in, in, one, in one shot, yeah. And uh, Waspinator like, is spiraling and falling, and he goes, pterodactyl, idiot! Yep. And I'm like, wow, Waspinator knows what creature he is? <laughs> <laughs> Waspinator's calling someone else an idiot? He's done that twice or three, two or three times on the show. And I'm like, mm, Waspinator, really? Okay. <laughs> you do you, bud. I mean, I guess like when you, when you meet someone who is really dumb, they never know. They rarely ever know that they're really dumb. Well, oftentimes they think they're above average intelligence. Yeah. But it's like, what is it? It's like 92% of the 
population thinks they're above average intelligence, which is a statistic statistically impossible. Yep. I was just about to say statistically impossible. Yeah. Um, and again, this bothered me. Um, she says, now, before it recharges, because apparently it needs to recharge, she shoots her little grappling hook gun thingy in explode mode. And like a weird <laughs> pixelated like Minecraft, like there, there's just a hole blown in the wall, but it's like very blocky. And there's no texture there. It's just black. It, you they don't just see colored anything it black. through it. It's, yeah. it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, what's to the left of her, Christopher? This is what I said was dumb. Not, not the other thing. The other thing's clever. I like that. It's deceptive. It gets more um, Predacons out of her way, given her what her goals are. There are stairs going into the obelisk to her left. Oh. I did not even notice that. Yes, there are. Going right into the obelisk. <laughs> Just stairs. Y- yeah. Well. <laughs> so either that's an... You do I- you, Lady Arachnia. <laughs> yeah. I think that was to take out some of the, the Predacons. Or the um, they do the voice lines and the... Uh, the- What's it called when they do um kind of like a, the comic book version of a of what an episode's going to look like the storyboard? Yeah. Maybe in the storyboard there weren't stairs, but when the um the people that did the 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 graphics and the the art, the 3D uh the maybe they just added st- yeah, anime. Thank you. <laughs> I knew if I threw <laughs> enough words out there one of them would be right. Um the animators were just like, "And we'll just add some pretty stairs right here." <laughs> because I'm like Lady, why are you? And we're ju- we're just gonna add in some happy little stairs. Happy little stairs. Just just put some stairs right in there. <laughs> so uh, I think it's hilarious that there are stairs going, like very obvious, huge sets of stairs. And she's like, "We have to blow our way in." And Scorpionok is like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> so I I'm just gonna chalk that up to her being deceptive, rather than and wanting to take some of them out rather than walking in with all the Predacons still uh, up and about. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. And it was a little weird thing. I, I just know she puts a claw on her hip and, and boy, oh boy, is there some stuff going on in here. Yeah, she walks into the, the hole that she has just blown into the obelisk and it seems she blew, like blew her way into some kind of engine room because there is some like weird like bizarro kind of warp drive-ish looking thing <laughs> kind so it's, it's clearly what uh what powers the the super eye laser the animators had fun drawing whatever the like uh drawing <laughs> um like making whatever the heck this is like the robbing part like it's pulsating purple. There are all these like hoses and pumps coming out of the ground, going towards this giant glowing green, like, like you said, much like a warp drive. There's often like a, a core. Yeah. And um, they're it's very like ancient and mysterious. They're like saucers dangling from the ceiling with like fire <laughs> on them to light the room up. And like a, like a Disney villain, she declares 
she starts talking to herself as if she's already and she says um, Black Arachnia says this flying island and all and uh, she like leans her head back and laughs and I know it's a matter of like stretching the but when she leans her head back to laugh here like her like breasts inflate and point upward yep did you you noticed it too? Okay. Oh, I noticed. I'm like, oh, geez, now they're bigger than her head, and they're pointing straight up. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't enough to offer in this episode. Oh, there's hieroglyphics behind her. I couldn't notice with the giant golden spider boobs in the. <laughs> in yeah, the I'm not not gonna lie. I was a little distracted. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Yeah, she's cackling, being... Oh, there's two green orbs. One stacked on the other. Weird. What a what a cool-looking, like, energy... Like, engine room. But it uh, cuts to the Maximals, and they're all sprinting. Yep. And... Yeah. Uh, there's a lot shot of them, yeah, like, charging shot. toward... Charging toward the obelisk, and uh, yeah, aerosol's all like, "My wings have recovered," and so she takes off into flight. Fuck all y'all! <laughs> she jumps up into the air, and um, Miss uh, does the same. <laughs> Rat trap straight up is like, "Man, I hate these glory charges." Oh, that because <laughs> they've done enough of them. I, that's kind of self-reference show. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and so, he uh, uh, turns to Optimus and he's like, any chance of a negotiated settlement? And I'm guessing he's asking for a a ride? What does he what does he mean by that? Do you know? Maybe I, I think he just means like any chance like we can talk our way out of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fair. And, and so Optimus I- is like, no, battle ready, maximize. And then he super apes into the air. Yeah. With Aerosaur, Air Razor, damn it. <laughs> um, following. And they're still a ways away from the uh, the obelisk. And we cut back to Lady Arachnia doing her some more monologue. And she's like, yes, it's mine. And she's like caressing her chest. <laughs> and she's like, it will give Twirling me the power. Her whoa hey hey whoa (laughs) this is a children's show (laughs) i mean close to it (laughs) and she's like i'll destroy the maximals um and rule the predacons and overpower yeah megatron and rule the predacons ha 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 again when she leans back like that it warps the model and her like breasts expand i don't know why i can't unsee it i didn't notice first time watching it and now i definitely do huh oh i weird. oh i I, <laughs> I, like, notice. I notice every time <laughs> oh i do <laughs> um and of course scorponok is like like at the entrance the, where the hole was blasted listening to her the entire time of course and so, uh he pulls a missile so on this, this must this must be why megatron sent him there <laughs> but the funny thing is that whole whispering to him Scorponok would have done this regardless yeah right yeah. totally like it's not like he would have been like oh can I help you with that mistress <laughs> he would have done the same thing so 
I think that was to hype up to the audience that Black Arachnia isn't trustworthy. Yeah. I guess. Which we already knew. I mean, like, Tarantulas would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, I uh, guess, like, imag- imagine All if, like... Them except Scorponok. Yeah, imagine, uh, well, imagine if you're, time. you know, you're a kid in 1996 watching the show for the first time, and this is that was the episode that you watched. Fair, fair enough. You need yeah. to be, yeah, because if when it's episodic like that, like a kid might catch any random episode of it. Mm-hmm. So reestablishing the character, um, their their caricatures of the characters, um, I guess is important. Mm-hmm. Spider bad, <laughs> uh, scorpion loyal, cat fast, <laughs> gorilla fly, <laughs> gorilla fly, rat trap, dino bot, rye nox, and and a rye rye nox, and a rhino smart. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, so Scorpionok acts like hot shit, and he's like, Megatron anticipated, treacherous bitch. (laughs) I'm here to scrap you. And she's like, Fool, if you fire at me at this range, the explosion will destroy us both. Then he's like, No problem. I'll just. Step back and uh, get a little distance here, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, this is so corny. <laughs> but like right she would be- ever let him do that. Right behind him, there is an Axeman symbol. Axeman, uh, and uh, it triggers. Yeah, the floor caves in, and uh, he goes falling. But uh, he uses one of his pinchers to to grab on, try and hold on for dear life. And Lady Arachnia sh- uh, walks up and is all like, "Make Kiss that a lot, of- yeah, make that a lot of distance, chitlin cheeks." Oh, chitin cheeks. And uh, I'm probably just pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, um, chitin is like um, the hard exoskeleton of an insect. Yep. Oh, I, I knew what it was. This- I just didn't apparently didn't know how to pronounce the word. Chitlin. Chitlin sounds like a like a like a delicious like new type of gum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> chitlin. <sighs> or a type of spice. Make sure you add chitlin spikes spice to it. <laughs> um but yeah, this show's about um learning things too. Yep. And uh yeah, she she kicks, kicks his, claw his ass off. down. Yeah, and he he goes falling. Falls into the fog, the cloud, the dark cloud that surrounds the island. Presumably yep. all the way down to the real surface of the planet. Yeah. Which, I mean, if that kind of fall was going to kill Rattrap, what's it going to do to uh, to Scorponok? I'm sure we'll never see him again. Oh, I'm sure. My My partner had this running gag as we were watching these two episodes. Whenever somebody would appear to be in a position where they were going to die, she would be like, and then we never saw them again. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens to like four characters in these two episodes. Like Scorponok, why would we ever, ever find the pieces to his body? 
Because yeah. remember, the island's moving around. Yeah. Well, maybe, he... maybe maybe um, they could track him. Like, oh, maybe they've got black boxes. Yeah. Well, and th- they have unique energy signatures. I believe that's Correct. been established. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're right. So presum- and they can detect each other. Remember when Rhinox got the Predacon energy detected? Yeah. Incoming Predacon. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. They could probably walk 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 around with a metal detector. <laughs> now, where is that Scorpionock leg? <laughs> uh, presumably, as long as you find the torso where the the spark is, you can you can rejuvenate them. They they put him back together just enough so he has to go and find the rest of his parts. <laughs> <laughs> Now that you're a head and a torso, get over there and make something of yourself. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Cheers. I would tell you to break a leg, but you already have. <laughs> oh, man. Pull yourself together. <laughs> so we cut to Lady Arachne, and she again thrusts her arms up and she's like now for power this is what i don't get i mean she ends up being right but like why does she think that there's like like some way to gain herself like control of the island or to gain like power for herself that was a very weird assumption wasn't it yes it's almost this the characters seem it's extremely arrogant is what it is. Yeah. Like, what if there was just nothing here? Yeah. Right? So it's very weird and arrogant that, like... Whatever. Anyways, um, this is the hilarious part. So after she, like, cackles in victory, she walks over and she starts awkwardly, like, robot walking upstairs. Stairs, Christopher. Yeah. She just walks upstairs. Do you know what was on the outside of the, ob- <laughs> the obelisk? stairs that probably lead her to the same staircase she's walking. Yep. And we cut to the outside of the obelisk where we see the stairs again. <laughs> and um she <laughs> she uh power walks up these stairs. And it kills me that they're just stairs they could have took. She power walks up these stairs and shoots the door to the throne room, control room operating room um smoking dance den. room <laughs> dance room <laughs> discotheque <laughs> and she's kind of like techno r <laughs> techno r uh that's my favorite cl- 80s club and she's kind of like leaning like has a sexy pose and she's like leaning on one leg jutting out her like hip and i'm like you go girl get that ultimate power and this room is so weird. I really like its design. Like, me walking into this room, you know what I wouldn't think? Hey, I should walk in on this, like, weird, like, like witchcraft-looking Illuminati bullshit in the center of the room. <laughs> and that's why I wouldn't gain ultimate power. <laughs> yeah, I think there's... Which, like is, a- which is what happens to, uh, to Black Arachnia. This is such a cool throne room. I can't, we don't really have time to get into all the details of it, but basically there's some arcane, like six, 
like six pointed star in the center of the room. A lot of like oil lanterns lit. A really creepy, cool looking like um, Illuminati emblazoned like throne. And yeah, it looks like something out of like one of the old Alone in the Dark games. That is extremely. That yeah, that's that's pretty accurate actually. Some occult bullshit is going on. Yeah, like, and when I say like the old ones, I mean like Alone in the Dark, like one to three. <laughs> Those were weird games. They were. And she walks alone in the dark to the center of the room and steps on the Illuminati symbol. And it glows, and there's one on the ceiling, too. And they both connect and make a pillar of light. And she screams, and she glows, and lightning surrounds her, and she turns black and silver. I really dig her color scheme here. It's it's pretty cool. It's more fitting with her. And, and her voice, her her eyes start her glowing voice. red, and her voice gets like deeper and more menacing. And then she it's starts cool. like swaying her hips around and like feeling herself Caressing up. Herself. Not even joking, like, <laughs> listeners. Actually, not even joking. Like actually, yeah. this is what she does. If if you're just list, if if you're doubting us, like always talking about her acting like sexy, go to 15 minutes <laughs> and on episode 17, and yep. uh, watch her like rub her claws over herself as she like pose and juts out her hips and for a second there i thought her chest got bigger with this transformation too but no it was just while she was leaning back and uh she hip sway sways walks over and sits in the throne which actually spins like a computer chair like a desk office chair and uh she crosses her legs digs her like claws in and sparks the armrests and she points out one of the windows because she's now presumably underneath the um the that kind of crystalline like pyramid that shoots the lasers and she says let there be light and some weird shit happens as if she's controlling it like instinctually or telepathically or or something like that. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, that whole like light bath that she got that light shower that she just got like a moment ago when she stepped onto the, uh, synchronized with the tower. Yeah. Yeah. It's like given her the ability to control uh, it, control it telepathically. Yeah. And um, she gestures with her arms, and how do I describe this? All four sides of the pyramid on the very top of the obelisk shoot out, but instead of like lasers, they're like broad beams, like wide beams. And it, it encompasses the entirety of the atmosphere around um, the sky. Because remember, there's a cloud completely yeah. enveloping the, the island. And it goes outwards, and they all come up and converge, almost like they're burning away the cloud, converge in a beam right above the tower. And when they all converge into a beam, a huge like ball of energy like shoots up into the sky. And what she's doing here is essentially vapor cloud away. Yep. <laughs> this is some shit. 
So, so now the uh, the island's self-contained uh, atmospheric conditions have been eliminated. Clouds gone. Uh, the mis- like mysterious uh, sunlight that was only present yeah, on the island is gone. So when and you now- did that, like it's nighttime. Yeah, but it was sunny when the like. It's always sunny and <laughs> it's always sunny on um I guess it's always sunny on the island. It somehow like produces its own like sunlight. Yeah. Because as she kills off like the, the cloud, the atmosphere that was surrounding it, we see the real sky and the stars and the two moons yeah. in the in the night sky. Yeah, and now and it's like, uh, Whoa. it's nighttime on the rest of the planet. And it is here too, because she killed the cloud. Which means, I guess the uh, uh, it's been a little while since uh, Optimus and Rattrap arrived on the island. I guess by this point, yeah, like it was evening. Yeah, but, like that's really cool that like it's always sunny on the island. That's that was really cool, and yeah, I don't even know where we are right now. Oh, she so she, she goes nuts. She like waves a claw after like meditating for like five seconds and like she just goes like fucking nuts and starts firing off like (sighs) energy blasts out of all the corners yeah it it just goes off in like this scatter spread pattern like just like random bolts of energy everywhere and i'm like i thought this thing had to recharge right (laughs) i had to recharge between each shot like what's going on here (laughs) but apparently these are wait a cycle yeah um and then aerosol does something really stupid (laughs) she decides to transform fly up right next to the crystalline pyramid and shoot it yeah she starts yeah she starts she starts uh unleashing her uh uh her little wrist dart thingies that worked really well against Terrasaur last week, but uh, not so well against this thing. She gets blasted point blank by the retaliatory, like, giant plasma beam. Very like, quickly right and very suddenly, and it like, actually she, she, it actually made me laugh. <laughs> another part, yeah. Another, like, it's like swatting you, a fly. Surprised Pikachu face. Like, what did you expect would happen there? Yeah. And I'm and, like, and then we never saw her again. She's dead. <laughs> And Black Arachnia is like all speed to the maximal base. As explode, she's here's what I don't get. She's exploding the island that she's on, but like that's part of the machine, isn't it? Yeah, or, I was just I was actually just thinking that. Like she's kind of destroying her own uh, domain. Yeah. yeah, like she. It's weird that she went here with the thought taking it over and that's exactly and all that was necessary was to step on a step on a circle yeah and and betray your team i guess all in a day's work for a predacon i like how she crosses her legs here i'm digging it and uh yeah yeah, full speed oh and then the obelisk i thought it was going to detach the obelisk pulls out of the ground revealing like a gold like column like it goes way high up it's like three four times taller and 
we are met with a shot where we are we're in like the frozen like mountainy area and there's this giant weird flying island now with no cloud just like cruising around just like swoops around the mountain yeah swoops around the mountain it's just like shooting itself like it's shooting the island and nothing else and i'm like why also can it reach like can it shoot the base or is the island blocking itself from that well, maybe that's why the obelisk extended up higher uh, for range. Um, I noticed that the um, the etching of the uh, Illuminati symbol, the triangle, on each face of the pyramid at the top um, was gold after she took it over. Mm. Instead of just like dark purple on, on purple, it was like etched in gold instead. And, uh, yeah, we're at the maximal base. Yeah, uh, uh, super apes flying around, and he sees the the Axelon in the distance, and so he radios the base, and he's like, Rhinox, Code 1 emergency. Another Code 1 emergency. Which apparently means both I am stuck on a flying (laughs) alien island, as well as a flying flying alien island base maybe a code one emergency just means that's that uh someone's life is in danger fair yeah let's go with that yeah so uh yeah as they're um as they're getting ready to uh what's the word i'm looking for Um, yeah so he says code one emergency evacuate maximal base scramble scramble which we heard in the next time on beasties Mm -hmm. at the end of scrambling around yeah and Rhinox grabs a plant. I love this. He grabs his weed. He's like, I'm not going anywhere without this. <laughs> and I'm like, really, dude? He grabs his pot plant. <laughs> I need to bring this if I'm going to get a new crop started. I need to bring my medicine. <laughs> Hold up. Doesn't show anyone else grabbing anything. Dinobot is still in beast form. He has not (laughs) been in robot form. He's barely been in these episodes, but he has not been in robot form at all in either of these episodes. No, sometimes you, uh, chills, you know? Yeah. And, uh, shows them all kind of like leave down the platforms in all in individual elevator platforms. Yeah. It shows Rhinox. doesn't show Cheetor, but it shows Rhinox and it shows Rhinox and, um, Dinobot take a different platform out, but it doesn't show Cheetor leaving. So how many of these things are there? Most of the time, one times. Sometimes, however entrance. many they need. <laughs> Sometimes, however many they do. Uh, yeah. So we get some more maximal rock hiding action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back on the island, uh, Tigatron and Rattrap are hiding behind a rock, and Tigatron's all like, "This should not have happened." And Rattrap's like, "Yeah, you get no argument from me." Right. He's like, hey, man, I was on, on your side. <laughs> Don't blame me for everything going to shit. And yeah. they have a conversation, because remember, there's like energy blasts flying up from the obelisk, just like randomly, blowing its own island up. And uh, a rock falls on Rat Trap's leg. And he's like, you'll have to leave me. Go on without me. And then they have a conversation that's long enough that I feel like 
they could have moved the rock in that amount of time. Yep. I always feel that. It's like, no, no, please go on without me. I couldn't go on, followed by like this long monologue about like why they should be like left behind. And I'm like, no, just move the fucking rock and mosey on. <laughs> and they, they, that's what really, happens here. Like, He's like, uh, quick sidebar. That that is actually something that tends to annoy me a lot in general, just in life. It's a like trope. When, like just in life, period. Like even when, uh, like when people, like when something needs, like say when something needs to be done, and like a bunch of people are standing around like arguing about who should do it when it's like if like you know one or two of them is just like fuck it and goes and does it like they'll probably have it done by the time everyone was finished arguing that's like every like company that has business meetings ever yeah i just i i tend to get annoyed in general by like when characters like waste time talking about or characters, people <laughs> in general waste time talking about things instead of just actually doing them. Hey, people can be characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I'm very quick to act and don't understand what like humming and hawing and trying to like pat. When it annoys me the most is when people are trying to pass the buck. Yeah. Like, oh, like it's this department that should be doing this, like not us. And it's like, for fuck's sakes, like it's like who cares? So instead of making two people do it, who it might not be their job, we have eight people sitting around talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's life. <laughs> or like you'll, life. or like you'll have like managers who will be like chomping at the bit, like talking about how urgently something needs to get done. But then they'll wait four hours for like uh-huh. the person that they specifically want to do the thing to come in so they can be like, this is a really urgent thing. It needs to be done. But it's like six hours ago, you were talking about how this needed to be done right now. I, f- I feel that. So it's like, why didn't you just like take care of that six hours ago instead of waiting for like this like random person to come in shift to start so, just so you could make them do it? Couldn't have been that fucking urgent. I I feel that like <gasps> straight into my core. <laughs> uh, yeah. My anyway, favorite is like, oh well, we needed to wait for blah 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 to do this, and I'm like, you waited literally like seven hours for me to start. Because you guys were too like lazy to figure it out on your own. Oh, okay, I'll do it. And then I like pop up a window and do it in like thirty seconds. And I'm like, there you go. That's why they pay me a whole dollar per hour more than you. Uh, so that you have added responsibility that's worth much, much more than that. But heaven forbid they pay you better. Anyways, now I'm just complaining about work. Yeah, that's uh that's that's a deep rabbit hole that we could both go down, but it's getting too late to do that. So, yes. Um yeah, so th- that's what happens here though. They they discuss back and forth about why he should just run and get away from here and how he'll be fine on his own and eventually Targatron's like, "Okay, well whatever." And he just leaves him. And 
Rat Trap uh, gets him, frees himself from uh, being trapped under the rock by just blasting at the obelisk, which then charges up and blasts <sighs> yeah. him. He like randomly shoots the obelisk. It replies by doing its thing. Doesn't kill him. Just shoots the rock that he's behind. Just blows Sem- up the rock. Behind. And uh, he goes, wow, that worked. Woohoo! And he starts like cheering. Yeah. And so Tigatron uh, charges into the hole that uh, Lady Arachnia blew into the obelisk. Uh-huh. Um, and late, meanwhile, Lady Arachnia is counting down because she's all like, maximal base in firing range in five, four. And then Tigatron says to himself, he's like, may I be forgiven for what I must do? So I'm like, all right. Um, so he pulls up his, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna fap and, uh, no, not November. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me for I must sin. No, he, uh, he shoots the core a bunch of times. Yeah. He pulls up his tummy gun and like shoots the, uh, the, the, the obelisk core and it's and all, it uh, makes everything short circuit, including, um, black arachnia. Yeah. And uh yeah, like she starts shorting out and like kind of scream screaming in pain. And it cuts a little to let us know that they're gonna be okay. It cuts to um Air Razor grabbing um Tigatron and Optimus grabbing Rat Trap. So like yeah. the flyers are are helping the others uh, get off the island. And this is kind of really cool. This is really, really cool. The island, which is gigantic by the way like many 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 times the size the axelon it's like losing control like of its like hovering capabilities and it's like smashing into the rocks and stuff and if it wasn't for like one of those like rocky pillars smashing in um like blocking it would have like kind of nicked the ship a little bit yeah and it just kind of just passes over it smashes it uh, grinds up and then it kind of like falls over a cliff I didn't know was there. And yeah. you get a sense of the scope of how big this is as it comes over and it falls to the camera. Good job. Whoever like directed this 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 part. That's that's really scary. <laughs> Especially because the camera like to black arachnia like screaming. And she's not silver and black anymore. She's gold and black. Um, yeah. She's screaming inside of like the control room. Yeah. And the yeah the, the island, on the desert. Yeah, the island uh, hits the ground and like slowly starts like busting apart, and then it lands oh. on its right side up. Yeah. But, but like eventually, when it when chunks it of it are like blowing oh, yeah. away, and it's like spinning around, and then they're in the desert apparently. Eventually, it's back there. Eventually, it stops, and uh, the obelisk topples over, and then the the top of the obelisk uh, changes color to blue. Yeah, this Very is some shit, man. Blue, and it shoots a laser on into the sky onto another obelisk that is located on the moon. Presumably, the moon that Rhinox speculates is hollow. Mm-hmm. So uh, this blue laser, like it's like a dark uh blue, shoots an identi- presumably identical obelisk on this moon, hitting it and its um 
like Illuminati pyramid. Yeah. And then it, uh, the one on the moon, uh, then charges itself, charges up and blasts another beam through a transwarp portal in space. Yeah. It just randomly fires off into space and there's like a portal that like opens up and then closes. Also, that moon looks a lot different than the other moon. That moon looks very metallic, I must say. Mm. <laughs> hmm. But, whoa, that's some shit. Yep. Like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> well, and, Ry- and, and indeed, Rhinox is like, whoa, what do you suppose that beam was all about? He's literally like, whoa, which was which is funny because I said, whoa, two seconds before he did watching this and rhinox i know it's just the lighting but his eyes kind of look red as if he just like lit up (laughs) (laughs) but he's like whoa Uh, what do you suppose that beam was all about and cheetor's like some kind of signal and tigatron's like it was a message all we had to do was learn to live there in peace and we couldn't even do that and shit went sideways and fuck all of you fuck everything Paradise is gone. Thanks a lot, assholes. And we yeah, see why is he blaming the Maximals? And we see a like butterfly that's like all scorched land on the ground and then die, and it's actually actually kind of sad. Yeah, presumably one of the butterflies from the the island. Yeah, the yeah. island. Yeah, and I understand his like outrage there, but I mean, the Max Maximals had nothing to do with it, buddy. He's all like, oh, we ruined a paradise. And it's like, well, no, you stopped an evil chick from, like, destroying us. They ruined the paradise, man. I'm sure Optimus and Air Razor would have been fine being like, oh, well, this is a cool island. Why don't you stay and protect it? Yeah, I think Tigatron was just, like, talking more about them. like In general. The the Transformers in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Optimus is like, maybe someday we'll learn. And uh, Rat Trap's just like, yeah, well, my pragmatism in this, you know, deeply philosophical moment. But uh, he's like, I'm a little concerned about uh, who got that message because you know they ain't gonna be happy. And uh, Cheetor's like, well, what do you think they're gonna do about it? And Rhinox like, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, so now we we have a probe, right? Yep. The probe uh, came, abducted Optimus, scanned him a bit, and then kind of just like zipped off into the sky. And now yep. we have this. So either it's two different... It's either two different, like, intelligent species, or, more realistically, there is one. Mm-hmm. And it has received... It scanned them once. It scanned Optimus. It's like, huh. And I don't know what that message would entail, other than, hey, these guys are dangerous and warlike. Yeah. I can only speculate because, like I said, I haven't finished the the series. But 
Like, it's probably not good. It's probably not like, hey, there are cool dudes. Why don't you come back home? (laughs) (laughs) You know, come on over, have a beer. Try the plants I've been growing. (laughs) Uh, All this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh... Yeah, so that has been The Trigger, part one and two. Uh, Cal, final thoughts? Uh, I feel like they did... I feel like there's some bad shit coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is... Like, this introduces so much to the show. Uh, like I now. remember... I remember watching this when I was a kid back when it was originally airing and I was so like caught up in like the mystery of like who these aliens were who were leaving all of this weird shit on, on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was right into it. I was like, I was like, Oh, who are the aliens? Who are the aliens? I'm pretty, I'm pretty into it. I need to know. (laughs) And we will find out eventually. Um, I, I like it. I, I think this is like, this is incredible, incredibly deep and complex and cool and fantastical for like a kid's cartoon. Yeah, it's this episode definitely like ups the stakes in this series and kind of it makes it more about more than just being about oh good robots fighting bad robots like there's a good point yeah (laughs) that's a good point yeah it uh up until now it's large largely just been about like the maximals wanting to go home and like having to foil whatever megatron's plans of the week are but this actually like introduces and it was it was definitely like uh set up uh early on in the show but it really hasn't they haven't really touched upon it since like the third episode but this this really sets up like a more grand issue at play in the overall story something bigger than them yeah which is hard to kind of do because they're space spacefaring transforming robots. So mm. the fact that there's things they don't understand about the the universe is is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to to see what happens. Yeah, like I said, uh, I these were some of my favorite episodes when I was a kid. Still really like them. Um, some some big some big ass plot holes aside <laughs> uh, yeah but um, what you gonna do what you gonna do indeed uh we will be back next week with uh the 18th episode in production order uh dark voyage which was the 20th episode in US broadcast order uh this is uh one of the best episodes in the entire series so from what i remember and i believe it's widely regarded as being one of the best episodes in the series so it's a good one uh it's so, yeah it's something i i look forward to uh to checking out to revisiting dark voyage next week uh be sure to check out our website uh to 
www.toomuchenergon.ca. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash toomuchenergon. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Christopher Siege. Uh, Cal, did you have anything else you wanted to wanted to mention? I can't wait to see what happens. That's all. Yeah. That's not really mentioning anything. That's just talking about my my feels. <laughs> I'm stoked. I, I'm pretty stoked, actually. Like, wow, this this show's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thanks to everyone who listened, and until next week, Beast Mode. Beast mode. Beast mode! Yeah!